0: Welcome to Castle Loud Chats, a podcast dedicated to Nickelodeons, the Casa Grandes, and the Loud House Universe. And I'm your host, Sunny. And welcome to episode 60 of Castle Loud Chats. Woo! Happy New Year, everybody, and happy 60th episode of my show. I'm so sorry this episode got delayed. It's coming out after the New Year. But yes, I'm very excited that my show's hit 60 episodes during the brand new year of 2022. So happy 2022, everybody, where I have a great show for you as we're going to be talking about various things happening between the Loud House and the Casagrandes, as new episodes of the shows have premiered during the, the month of December. And of course, we're going to be doing a whole look back on both shows and everything that's happened in 2021 and the future of the shows and things like that. But today, I'm actually not alone in talking about everything that's going to be happening today on, our, on my show. Uh, I am a very special returning guest. You you know him. He's been on the show multiple times. I've had him on before. It's my good friend Nino. Welcome back, Nino. Neo, but uh,
1: Nino. hello, hello oh, everybody. Gotta be N- back.
0: N- Neo, oh. okay. Why well, did I say Nino? Oh my gosh. I'm gonna i to i to get it right next time. Okay, I swear. Why did I say? It
1: wrong? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Neo, Neo. There's no Nino. It's yeah. Nio. N-O. Oh, okay. Neat. Neo. Yep. Neo. <laughs> Welcome back, man. Thank you for coming back. As I mess up your name yep. again, <laughs> it's just going to happen. It's like how I do it with Saran. I, I always mess up his name. I think at this point, he just forgot that I mess up his name all the time. He's like, yeah, just do it, Sonny. It's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 you, you don't care.
0: <laughs> anyway, so okay, again, thank you so much for coming back on. I'm um, very excited to have you on for this. And, um,. So, we're going to be doing a lot of things today, of course. But the first thing we're going to talk about is news because there is news for the Lighthouse of the Casa Grande. So, are you, are you ready to talk about some news with me? Let's go. All right, let's get into some Casa news. Super! <laughs> Alright, so for the brand new year, starting January, both the Loud House and the Casagrandes are coming back with brand new episodes in January. Very, very exciting. Of course, we do know about the various Casagrande episodes coming out, but we don't know about the Loud House. However, we kind of have an assumption that the Loud House episodes are going to be Runaway McBride slash High Crimes and Appetite for Disaster slash Frame on You that will premiere both in January since the Casagrandes are coming back on January 15th and the 20th 25th says Nickelodeon has a promo showing new clips from those episodes and not from the Loud House for some reason I don't know why they're not showing new clips from the Loud House but it's very exciting are you excited for new episodes coming back in January? I sure am <laughs> yeah
1: 100% you know it
0: and of course you being a big Bobby fan he's going to have an episode coming up a new episode of course so that's pro- that's very exciting for you man
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah What's
1: well, we'll- that Watch that stuff as soon as possible.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. but well, we'll get to that in a minute. So let's start with the the episodes that are coming out. So January 14th, we have two brand new episodes of the Casa Grande's for season three as season two is finally done at last. We'll talk about that soon, but yes, season three is continuing on with new episodes. The first episode being skaters going to hate Rodian and her pals. enlist Carlos X as their coach in a skate off against Tony Hawk. So that's big that first of all, Tony Hawk is going to be a guest star in this episode and that Carlos is going to be helping the skate gang with their skateboarding with their skateboarding skills as Carlos X which is something I've been asking the show for like forever since like hey Carlos hasn't had a single episode since the first episode of the entire show and here he is being the coach for the skate group. This have happened a very long time ago so I'm very excited. How about you? You excited for this one?
1: Yeah, but it's going to be great. Um, Carlos X, you know, about time. And uh, Tony Hawk guest starring. That's going to be pretty cool, too. Like, uh, I think uh, my mom, one of my mom's friends, like, like well, he, he'd, he'd be living with, he be living with us when I was, like, pretty young. So, we had, like, a couple PS2, like, video games. Tony Hawk's Underground, I think it was. So, uh, the, yeah, that's how I first got to know that name. And he's a and you know, he's a professional skater, like it, it just makes sense. Like or if Ronnie Ann and a skating squad competing against Tony Hawk. If, like like yeah, it just makes sense. Like I'm I'm s I am i am do not know, it's just it just works really well as an episode. But yeah. especially with Carlos X, it's gonna be pretty fun.
0: I I it's strange that like Ronnie and her friends are going up against Tony Hawk. Like it seems very weird, but like I'm kind of wondering if maybe Tony Hawk knows Carlos in the past. So maybe that's why Carlos helps them. Cause like, Oh, I actually know this guy and he's kind of, he's pretty, you know, like it's pretty, like he's pretty good. So maybe I could help you guys or something. Like it just seems weird that like Roddy Ann will compete against Tony Hawk. <laughs> it's very weird, but it's pretty, cool. I, I mean, like,
1: I mean, maybe that's the point. Like uh, maybe, maybe if like, uh, maybe like, like, let's say they find out that Tony Hawk is in town, and they're like, oh, if we can actually beat one of the greatest skaters in the world, we'll be champions. Like, like maybe that's what they are thinking of, and they try to get Carlos as Carlos X to help them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And like they showed up, they showed a bunch of clips from that episode in the promo they showed for Nickelodeon. Like Roddy was showing off a little skate trick, and Sid's like, that's 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 trick was so sick, it needs a doctor. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, I've missed this show. It's so so funny. And like the um, the costumes they had all had X's on them, which I guess were representing Carlos X. But since I'm I'm getting the anime and I'm watching My Hero Academia, they remind me of that one guy's uh hero suit. I forget what his name is. The one the guy with the blonde spiky hair. I don't know. Have you seen My uh, Hero Academia? Uh, Bakugo. Yeah, him. That's what that reminds me of. Bakugo's ex outfit. So that's I don't know. If that's an Easter egg or just a funny coincidence. But yeah, I it, it looks it looks awesome. I think you know getting right like having the Katsugradis come back in a big way with like the gang going up against Tony Hawk. That's yeah crazy. Like, that's a great way to bring back the show, for sure.
1: Right. It's gonna be fun, I, I can say that much.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then the next episode we're gonna have is Born to be Mild, Tired of the Bullies at School, Alexis to le- Learns to Be a Tough Guy and Take the Ropes from Carl. So yes, uh, we're having one of the first Alexis episodes, which she's like a side character, minor character in the Casa Grande's. But of course we have to have our traditional Carl episode in the show. Yeah, <laughs> I Bless you. <laughs> Did you see? No, his? no,
1: no, that was a laugh.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I'm a, just like, it was like <laughs> a- <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, here we go, the Carl episode we're all waiting for. Goody. So <laughs> I know Saran's like rolling his eyes so that means I say that. I'm just kidding, bro. I say it I say it with love. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, um uh that, that Born to Be Mild is is gonna be a pretty interesting episode. Like like I like I'm of the opinion that like uh like Carl's episodes are usually like a decent at the very least. Like they're at least watchable. Uh, but but um yeah, like the, the one of the things in season two was like they call like like eight episodes out of twenty six. Yeah. It's a surprisingly it's a surprisingly big amount, but that they were all okay in their own ways. I I liked them for the most part. But yeah, um this one this one seems pretty interesting. Like I like it when the Casa Grande is in a loud house like take minor side characters and give give them more of their own personalities him out in a sense. So, like, this being the first episode... ...focusing on Alexis... ...with Carl involved, like, ...like, maybe we'll get to see... ...like, we'll get to see... ...more of, like, Alexis... ...and his own... ...characteristics... ...and, like, we'll see how... ...and, like, I don't know, it's just... ...it's just, it's just pretty interesting how we're getting... ...that first focus on Alexis... ...and then we're like, Carl... Carl's probably going to give either going to give him some bad advice and he, he gets in more trouble, mm-hmm. or the advice he gives is actually too good, and then like maybe Alexis steals his thunder, or uh, like 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 I mean Carl really isn't like all that cool like like, it, like way from like at least from what we know the only like, close friend he has is Adelaide. Yeah. But, um, like, it's just, it's just gonna be pretty interesting to see how that episode turns out. Like, it, it might be pretty good.
0: Yeah. It, I, I mean, I agree. I like when they have to do, like, focus episodes on the side characters, so, especially Grande's they've been doing that a lot lately with trying to flesh out the side characters, so, like, Alexis, I remember he kind of had a, a, a little, a, like, a minor role in the uh, Carlitos episode where he was the one that won the penguin but then gave it to Carlitos afterwards. So it's cool that they're actually gonna like give him a focus episode and like have Carl help out and again yeah you're right it either can go one of two ways with this kind of plot. It's either Carl gives really bad advice and it goes horribly wrong or he gives such good great advice it goes great but then it goes wrong for Carl himself. So and again I don't know how old Alex is supposed to be whether he's supposed to be around Carl's age or around Roddy and Sid's age but the fact that he like like, maybe, maybe he tells Carl, or maybe Carl finds out that Lex is getting bullied, so Carl thinks, hey, I'm the cool one. I can give you some cool advice on how to deal with these bullies and stand up for yourself, you know? It's it's kind of like what they... It's kind of like what uh, Season 5 Loud House did with... Uh, the bully episode with Lincoln and his pals, except here it's Carl just trying to be, like, a tough guy and, you know, trying to have Alexa stand up to these bullies because we don't know whether they're going to be, like, kids from, like, his school or Roddian's school. I'm not sure, because, like, I don't know if Alexa is around Roddian's age or goes to their school or, or whatever. We're not, re- we'll probably find out in this episode. But, yeah, I think it's a pretty interesting one just to be like, hey, let's give... Alexis, is one of the side characters of Focus episodes so I think that's pretty cool to do that
1: yeah it's very it's very interesting and, and yeah like that's one of the main things I like about Grande's, like in particular uh, that they're always trying to flesh out the, the side characters in some way like Parr and Maybell, like, like all those people Vito and all of them like it just makes the world of the show feel more like Alive because they they are always seen like interacting with each other in some way. Yeah, and, and it just works. It just really works. As and so I'm interested to see like how Alexis it will be explored like as his own character. And I and I mean like yeah yeah like you said we don't really know if he's more Carl and Adelaide's age or Ronnie and Sid's age. I don't think it's been specified. But I will also mention that we do see him at that birthday party that that was in What's Love Got To Do With It, when Bobby and, like, Greta, the magician, hypnotizing Bobby to think he's a cat and, like, all that stuff happens. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think he was there. Okay. So, um, but, like, I don't, I don't know what else to say, really, but I'm very interested to see how this episode goes. And it'll be and it'll be pretty interesting for Carl in particular when you think about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And speaking of Bobby apart, that is coincidentally the next episode we get to talk about which is you know amazing (laughs) we do yeah I'm I'm sure you can't wait to talk about this one so January 25th again we have two brand new episodes of the Casagrandes announced which are boys in the band and for the record and so of course boys in the band Bobby's dream of playing in a band might finally come true but can he hang out with Parr's Punk Pals so you of course are one of the biggest Bobby fans in the world that I can that I know and of course Bobby and Parr. Are the two bros in the show now, and Parr has his own punk band. So, how do you feel about Bobby joining Parr's band and trying to fit in with the punk group here?
1: It's gonna be lit, it's, it's <laughs> gonna be amazing. Yes. Okay, like, like, um, uh, like, 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 I remember your like prediction from like a little while back that uh, the band members would be voiced by like. The other members of Big Time Rush, because Bobby's voice actor is Carlos Pena Vega, who yes. was in the band. Yeah. So it's like, um, but but it's like Par having a punk band and Bobby wanting to join it. Like but that can be pretty interesting in, in terms of like, um, like maybe Bobby tries like way too hard to fit in, and he thinks he has to act like a jerk to be punk but well, I mean I don't know. Like like it's it's pretty interesting that like Parr has got his own band like his like some other buds that, that he goes that, that he that he's in a band with and uh and then Bobby wants to join because he loves music. We, we we all know that. And um like I it's just gonna be it's just gonna be really cool to see how it turns out how, like like you know how I am with Bobby and Parr. They're yes. my boys. Bobby's my boy.
0: Yes, he is. But um,
1: yeah, and and um, like uh, I I don't know like how the episode is going to end, but uh, like if, if it ended with like 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 part like part and the other like the other members of the band like accepting Bobby as he is, like I feel like there's potential for Bobby to just get his his own like friend group like. And I feel like he deserves a full-on friend group like Ronnie Ann has, and Lincoln has, and Lucy has, and, like, you know. It's just, it's just really cool, like, I- I'm excited for it for, like, obvious reasons.
0: Yeah, that would be pretty neat if, like, they actually decided to, you know, they would, they would accept Bobby, and they all become, like, kind of like a friend group, and the, and, like, they'll come from time to time, because, again, they should, this is the perfect opportunity to have the, the other members of the band be voiced by the rest of the BTR members, like, that's how you do a deep cut there, like, yes, Bobby was in Big Time Rush, and they're having a big revival this year, they they just, they just released a new album, so it's like, if you want to do cross-promotion, Nickelodeon, that's what you need to do. I mean, I'm hoping that's what they're going for with this idea of a band. Cause like, again, I can't see anybody else besides like, if they just have like a uh, rest of like random Casa Grande members be part of the band. I mean, sure. But like, it'd be nice. if It was just like new characters and their voiced by the other members of big time rush. Like that's, that's how you do it. But if they don't do it, you know, you know, then whatever. That's, I think it's a missed opportunity. They should do it. But yeah, I remember when the episode was announced and at first they just said, and Bobby's dream of being a band might come true. I was thinking about, well, what if it what if Parr had the band? Because back in season one in Mexican Makeover, they asked Parr to play music for Mabalupe, and Parr gets so into it, he's playing, like an electric guitar and getting really into it, and it's like, Oh, go ahead, sorry. What are you gonna say?
1: The electric guitar, yes, I remember yes. that.
0: Yeah, so I was thinking, well, Parr obviously is really into extreme stuff, so him being into punk fits perfectly. So like with Bobby, you know, Bobby really, like he's very more of like the acoustic guitar guy. He loves you know smooth like soft music like that. We see him play his you know his, his acoustic guitar a lot. So seeing that like Par has this band and Bobby gets so excited only to find out it's a punk band and he's you know trying to fit in and it's like guys, that's not really my style. But then they're they're like, no, dude, we think you're awesome. Like you're not you're not le- like at first Bobby will feel kind of left out or feel like he's not part of it, but then. like, like I guess Parr and the other members will be like, Well no, we really like your style. We need something we need someone like you. Or we need like a, we need kind of like a we need a new like singer or we need someone to that add more flair to the band, you know? So I feel like in the end, you know, they'll accept Bobby for who he is and I like the idea of them becoming like a whole friend group. I think Bobby does deserve like a friend group like Ronnie and so I think that would be pr- I think that'd be pretty cool if they go that route.
1: Yeah. And, and um yeah, like Bobby right, like has a very different style compared to them. Like like he like 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 you said, he's the acoustic guitar guy. But but and like you know, I I have the head of him like being into like old school uh, jams, like like seventies, eighties, that kind of stuff. Like and like like he has, I think a poster of like a record in, in his room. So so like it's like we know he's more into that kind of stuff like. Classics and acoustic stuff like that, and and yeah, like you said, if if they bring, re- I'm just stuttering right now, but but like you get my point, like
0: yeah,
1: I just, you, you know, hype, hype, because it, it's my boy, it's a Bobby episode with Par and his band, new characters that are his punk band, so yes. Just just give it to me already?
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. I'm very excited for this because, again, I I was hoping we would get a Bobby-focused episode right into Season 3 and here we are, and it's it's with Par and his band, and Bobby's gonna get his dream of joining a band, which I think is, again, really cool. It's like I, I get, like, I've said before, I feel like Costa season three, like, Miguel's just, like, checking off a list of things the fans want, so it's like, check, 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 and then the next one's, like, Bobby in the band, and the band members, hopefully, are voiced by BTR, you just check off the fan service there, so I'm very excited for you to get your W, as Sleepy would say, <laughs> if he was here and he's yeah. listening. Yeah. <laughs> Uh Okay, and the last episode uh, paired with that one is for the record. Worried that he's not keeping up with his cool friends, Samir tries to break a record for some street cred. So again, talking about side characters who get focus episodes, Samir is going to be one of the first friend members of Rodian after Lair to get a focus episode, which is great, because I think all the friend members, they should they should treat it like how Lake Lincoln's friends all got focus episodes in Season 5, so now Rodian's group of friends should all get their own focus episodes. Like, Lair got his in Season 2, I guess you could count Mule ticket with Casey, but I really want to see more of a focus episode with him. And so, and of course, Sid's had a bunch of them because she's the secondary main character. So, Samir's getting a focus episode. So, how do you feel about Samir getting his first focus episode here?
1: Yeah, like I said with uh, Born to be Mild with Alexis, it's going to be pretty interesting to see how it turns out. L- like, it, like the, the, the synopsis brings up his cool friends, like, like us, like if I'm if we're if we're to assume that that's Ronnie Anne, and then like the other the other friends that we're talking about here, like it, it'd be pretty interesting to see that like oh Samir, actually like the the weird thing about that that but really interests me is that Samir would probably even see Laird as cooler than him and like like I'm very interested I'd be very interested to see how that would turn out in a. And we could definitely set up an interesting dynamic with, with Samir and Laird. And Laird's like, oh, you think you're next to me? Oh, But But, like, like you know, it's like, it's another one of those episodes I'm very interested to see because it's Samir. But it's, Samir is the central focus of the episode. So, you know, that's, it makes a lot of sense.
0: I mean, to be fair, you know Laird is already kind of has sort of a cool level just because he's rich. Oh
1: yeah, he can. He has a pretty cool, good. he's is like a surprisingly good skater, but then his his issue is actually stopping. Like how Sid can barely skate. Like
0: no, uh, uh, like one one, well, no, one he, thing I will also. I uh, bet I bet his family's rich too.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, but but he's all but but we know that like Laird's uh, kind of the, the oddball uh, like he's he's kind of like uh, he's is commonly portrayed as like the odd one out so like it makes sense but like back back to Samir with this episode mm-hmm. like like yeah I mean actually I don't even know what I was gonna say but it's a very interesting premise like the uh, Samir like wanted to break a record so uh, he can be cool just like his friends, like but 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 maybe he actually like gets himself in danger danger. His friends have to save him and they're like, Samir, you're already cool. We already think you're cool. So it's like I mean yeah, like I, I don't know I don't know like much else like what else to say really. It's just Samir is getting an episode and it's gonna be that should be pretty good.
0: Yeah, like this kind of premise really fits more with Samir than You know, it really reminds me of Train Game from Season 1. Where Ann thinks she can't keep up with all the latest trends to be cool. And so she's really upset that her friends don't think she's cool. And it's like, hey, no, you are awesome. You're cool. We like you and stuff. And it's like, I feel like they should have done this with a different character. And I kind of like, they're kind of recycling that that plot with Samir here. But I think it fits better with him than because he's not Ann. It's like, yeah, we know Ann's already cool. Like, I, I mean, I, I like that episode because she has those insecurities because she has insecurity, anxiety about losing the people in her life and stuff, and I've mentioned that before. With Samir, he's, um, you know, they mentioned they've had some more like hints of him being very insecure about his height or some other things they've mentioned before. So I think with Samir, be worried that everybody else is cooler than him. I think fits a lot better with him in this scenario.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. So like, I really like how that's what they're going for. Cause, uh, like, we haven't. We have. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna be pretty interesting. That's for yeah. sure.
0: Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So again, new episodes of the Grande's and the Loud House to be announced, because again, we don't know when the, the Loud House episodes will be announced, but we do, we know them, but we don't know which ones are airing first or out of place. But of course, once those have official air dates, you know, we will talk about them. But yes, January, January 14th, January 25th, the Grande's episodes will be out for season three. It's very exciting, of course, and we, we can't wait. Uh, so next piece of news is that Nickelodeon UK released a promo for their release of the new, of the episodes of The Loud House in Season 5. However, we get a tiny glimpse of 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 a, fe- of, of, of a, of a future episodes of Season 6, including some clips of my boy Justice as David Steele again. That means there's going to be another David Steele episode. I'm so excited. Are you excited? I'm so excited for that. I can't wait. <laughs>
1: Bye, Lincoln, it's your boy. Yes. <laughs> and like, uh, yeah, and, am like, uh, I, he's he's uh, apparently at Gus's games and grub. Like, I think, I think that was where he was. And yes, Crab. yes, yeah, yeah. So I'm very interested to see like what he's doing there. Uh, do you have any ideas as to what he might be doing there?
0: Oh my gosh! I mean, I could predict like so many ideas that probably never happen. But um, I that's a very yeah. co- it's a very good question because like I don't want to spoil High Crimes but of course my main complaint about High Crimes was that High Crimes is another David Steele episode and I was very excited because it is Practically a sequel episode of Family Bonding. They're continuing the David Steele stuff. I loved. I loved to see it. But then in the episode itself, Lincoln does not sport his his suit and his David Steele look. So I was like, kind of disappointed that hey, this is a this is a David Steele mission. Why aren't you wearing your outfit from Family Bonding? And so in this episode, whatever it is, they decide, hey, we heard you, sonny. He's back in his his outfit. I'm like, yes. Oh, thank you. I love to see it. But yeah, I I have no clue because like. If, if this is, like, a very, like, serious mission that he would get all dressed up in his David Steele attire just for this mission, whatever it's gonna be at Gus's, I mean, it must be a very serious crime then. But again, it's Gus's, so it's his favorite place, so him finding out that somebody is sabotaging something at, at, at Gus's, it's like, yeah, I gotta get suited up for this, man. And he has, like, um, he's, like, holding, like, a, like, a, i can't say like a gun it looks, it looks like a nerf gun <laughs> like he has a nerf gun is yeah I, I
1: think it's a nerf gun yeah yeah
0: and he's falling into the like that scene where he's ball, falling into the ball pit like oh my god like ugh. I, I really. yeah
1: that was some re- that was some real james bond level stuff right there that's yes that's, looks hype
0: like dude like i i remember mentioning this on twitter when the clip came out and people were like telling me like oh does this mean that Lincoln is uh, done with liking, David's, not David's, uh, liking uh, Ace Savvy? And I said, well, the whole point of Season 5 with Lincoln is that he's growing up, and he's getting into new interests. I mean, heck, Season 3, he got into magic, but he didn't lose his love of Ace Savvy, he was just trying out new things. That's, that's always been Lincoln's like, character from the beginning, like in Season 1. He is very talented, he has a bunch of talents, like drawing and stuff like that, but Ace has always been his main you know, comic book, so, like with season five, he they brought back his magic skills, but then with Family Bonding they introduced David Steele, and it's a comic book, and so him and Clyde are very hyper fixated on this comic book and reenacting it kind of like a a savvy sort of thing. So, yeah, it's basically like how they would do the Ace Savvy, like, uh, Clicky McCloud episodes, but I like that they're changing things up, because it's like, hey, like, Lincoln's into the new interest, and that's cool, and I really like the David Steele stuff, because I love spy stuff, too. like, I love James Bond, I love those types of things when, what cartoons do, like, spy stuff, and the, and the, and the, and the boys get to wear the cute little spy suits, I'm like, yes, I'm really into this, especially with Lincoln doing all this badass stuff, like, one of my favorite scenes ever in Family Body besides, like, the entire episode is when Lincoln has the laser and also to- and also cat toy option, <laughs> and he lasers through the thing, and I'm like, dude, that's so badass! So it's like, yes, I-, I love to see more badass Lincoln stuff, so if this episode is, like, one of the first episodes of season six season six will already be the best season already for me <laughs> just for this episode so i'm i'm very hyped i just i wanted to mention it because i'm very excited for it so i can't wait i'll i'll post a link in the description of that promo because there's also w- there's also a scene of of uh lola and lana which we've never seen in episodes so that's probably from a future one but we mostly have seen the david steel stuff and I'm, that's the one i'm most excited about so i, I can't wait i'm <laughs> very hyped for it
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it's David Steele Lincoln, that's gonna be pretty dope. And uh yeah, like I I, I saw what you said about like uh, like when people were talking about, oh, uh the Lincoln's just David Steele hyperfixating now, like the the microphones are kinda of slipping. But like but like that's not not really how hyperfixations work. Like just because one goes away doesn't necessarily mean it's gone forever. Like uh, like, like everybody takes... Uh, like, people like us, we, we take breaks from hyperfixations for a, a little while. Like, but that's just kind of how it is. Uh, and, like, the, the Link, I don't think Lincoln has given up on Ace Savvy entirely. Like, for all we know, they could just bring that back in, in, in another Season 6 episode. And, and and they'll be like, oh, yeah, so he does go, like, Ace Savvy. So, yeah, yeah, that's just... It's just, it's just, it's just, it's normal. It's normal for, to just end up hyper fixating on, uh, on something new, new like, so you get into something new, you're, you're hyper fixated on it for, like, months. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't think, like, he's given up on Ace Savvy, like, forever. But his David Steele stuff, that's always, like, super And like yeah, like you said, I love seeing him be so bold with this. You 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 know, yeah, (laughs) it's it's awesome
0: it's so cool man it's like yeah again I, I know I'm biased because again Family Bonding is my favorite season 5 episode for that reason I mean there are many reasons why I love it but I love that it's like oh Lincoln's into a new interest that's cool like that's a nice status quo change cause it's like well season 5 is all about Lincoln growing up and trying new stuff and again it, like season 5 they brought back his magic but in season 3 he tried out magic and that was something he was into for a little bit and then they kind of forgot about it and then they brought it back in season. 5 and then they continue to have Lincoln practicing magic for a bit. Even in the Grande's they mentioned he likes magic so I think it's cool that they like are trying another thing where it's like we don't have to be stuck in a corner with Lincoln and Clyde because like hey we want to do Click McCloud stuff but like They've done the a-savvy stuff for four seasons now and I mean there, there was the episode deal me out where the whole message of the episode was just because you know they're growing up doesn't mean they shouldn't lose their love of a-savvy and it's like but you can't also replace a Savvy with another interest and it would be the same lesson even though I get it because in that episode they show that Lincoln and Clyde you know they fu- they they fu- Fat, they they met and bonded over Ace Savvy because they just happened to be dressed up as both Ace and what I Jack. But again, you know, you you, you try out new things and Lincoln Clyde likes Spies now. I think that's, a, again, a super cool thing because it's not... Out of character for Lincoln to try new things. That's all about his character, you know. He's not his sisters, where he's, you know, he's he's out. He's like, you know, he's, he's stuck in one that one interest. And even the sisters try out new things too, but mostly we know what the sisters like, and they stay in their own little bubbles. Whereas Lincoln, again you know, a savvy, you know, thing, he's a wild card, he, he likes all kinds of things, so, you know, I think it's perfect, and I think that it's cool that they're trying new stuff out with him, and, you know, even though it's like, because it was, in season five, I, I forgot about it, and somebody pointed out to me, in, um, it Rumor Has It, the episode of Mr. Ballhoffner, when Lincoln is recording the video that, that, uh, that finally reveals his middle name, which is Lincoln Albert Loud, he says, uh, you know, I'm giving all my comic books to my, I'm giving all my Ace Savvy comics to my sisters. So he still mentions Ace Savvy, it's just, you know, he's just trying something new, and I don't think that should be a problem, because I, I there's so much so much discourse I had on Twitter about it, and I'm like, look at that's Lincoln Loud, he likes a ton of stuff, I don't, I, you know, it's like, it's so weird that people have to fight this, or be like, oh, Lincoln doesn't like Ace Savvy anymore, so... Sorry, I didn't mean to go to a rant about this. <laughs> I apologize.
1: Well, it is Lincoln. So, like, you, you know. But he's, he's the boy. Uh, man, man with the plan. Uh, and, uh, too, like, this is, this is, like, after, uh, this is, ap- season five and six, that's after the Loud House movie, where, where, like, he was feeling, like, if he felt like he wasn't special, but, like, that at the end, like, his family reassures him that he, he is special, he doesn't have to have something like shiny or be super good at stuff to be special so like i I, so like season five and six like like his arc now is like he's like uh, adjusting to this new middle school environment and like experimenting with new interests like you said with david Steele. like like he's just experimenting he's going like it just makes sense for him you know It, it it works
0: yeah, absolutely, yeah. So sorry to mean to go right there. So we'll move on. <laughs> so we still got a lot to say. Um, so next thing I want to talk about is the the, the the recent episodes that premiered from the Loud House and the Casa Grande. So, of course, Loud House finally premiered one of the last season five episodes that was paired up with the premiere of a Loud House Christmas on Nickelodeon, which was the Loudly Bones, which is, Lisa discovers that a di- that the dinosaur bones she found in her backyard may not be what they seem. So, you, why why be the Bobby fan, are also a big Lisa fan, from what I know, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I am.
0: So, you've seen this episode, what do you think about this one, with Lisa and the dinosaur bone?
1: It was a very good Lisa episode, like, I've I- I honestly, like, enjoyed, uh, like, all-, all the season 5 Lisa episodes, even blinded by science! <laughs> even blinded by science!
0: Hot take! <laughs>
1: But 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 uh yeah yeah um like but like Lisa's undoubtedly like the the one of the MVPs of season five, and I think like the loudly bones was a really good uh indication because it's like Lisa uh, Lisa like she's talking like at the beginning she's talking about her science stuff, but it's like no, no nobody cares. Everybody else is watching dreambow and she's like. Uh, I wish more people cared about science like but then she discovers that uh like like she doesn't actually discover like a, a dinosaur bone it's just like a few bones from existing animals that Charles digs up or something but like Lisa uh, like she thinks it's a, a new a bone of an undiscovered. Maybe she's a dinosaur or something. I, I don't I don't even remember if it was a dinosaur. But, like, she gets super popular and famous because of that, well, what she thought was a new dinosaur discovery. And, and, and like, I, I like that she didn't, like, get super cocky about it for, like, most of the episode. I like how she actually finds out that, that it wasn't actually a undiscovered bone of an undiscovered species that's just, like, a, a chicken Like, it was bones from the turducken. I, I I don't know if it was a turducken or something else, but it was at the Thanksgiving dinner that, like, it was at, at the Thanksgiving that they had. Yeah. But, but, um, like, it was a few bones from that. So, so, so I like how she, like, actually discovers that though so that's not a. The, I, I already said that, but like I like how she, uh, how when she starts to get super famous, like that she and that she like she just I like how she just like wants to tell them that it's not well what they think it is what she originally thought it was, but then but then she's conflicted with like uh, people are actually starting to care about science, like uh, like eventually there's like a convention. A bunch of kids are like dressed up, cosplaying as Lisa, lining up to see Lisa, and like that was that's just really like, and like she's really happy about that. It's, like she is, uh, she's actually gotten kids to care, other kids to care about science. But but like, but, like I just really enjoyed like how the episode plays into like, Lisa as a character. Like, I like how most, like, all the Lisa episodes really executed Lisa as a character, and it's just, but loudly Bones, like, in particular, specifically, it's, it's a really good that's just I, I I love the episode. I love the episode, I'll say that.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree, because I feel like, again, i said it before, and I'll say it again, Lisa is the underrated MVP of season five, like, she started out with a, uh, you know, sort of two met episodes, in my opinion, like, obviously, you like, blinded by science, I think it's kind eh, uh, uh, of, eh, just a school shock, eh, it's not really that my jam, but then, like, I, they mean,
1: kept... I, I, I thought it was fine, but it could have been better, but it was fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least they bring back Darcy, so that's, like, that's good, at least. But, but, like, everything else, like, after that, they just, like, picked it up with Lisa, and I feel like ever since then, she's, like, the main MVP of Season 5, where it's like, wow, her episodes have gotten better and better. Like, this season made me actually really... Appreciate Lisa a lot more because I wasn't, re- I'm not, I wasn't really like the biggest fan of her or really cared about her episodes in the past. He was like there were so many great ones like Friday Night Fights and of course the iconic Dream of Lily Dream. You know, like it just seemed like they were really figuring out that Lisa can have some very good character depth, and, like, they've done some really good stuff with her. And so, like, this episode, for example, I, I agree. Like, Lisa was a very... was You know, she got very popular around this, but she wasn't cocky about it, and, like, you know, I, I think you know, again, like, they've done some really good stuff with her, and if they continue to give her more episodes of Season 6, I wouldn't complain, because, like, it seems like they're doing a, they're on a winning streak with Lisa episodes, so, I agree, like, it's hard, because I don't really remember a lot from this episode, just like, oh yeah, that was a pretty good Lisa episode, because she's been, like, the standout MVP of this season, so, I agree, it was, it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah, Lisa got a lot of good stuff in the season, in Season 5, Uh, And it's, like, uh, yeah, it's just, like, really, like, uh, I look around and seeing, I I see how many people are enjoying episodes like Friday Night Fights and Dream a Lily Dream, obviously, but, like, personally, I, I like, I I love the Friday Night Fights a little more than Dream a Lily Dream, but Dream a Lily Dream is still definitely a great episode for what it's worth, and, uh, of course, The Lally Bones, like, like it's just really awesome to like see more people understanding why Lisa is such a is actually a, a better character than people might have realized like before because she's like my I think she's tied for my second favorite loud sister with Luce. not not Lori because Luce is my number one but Lisa's very close second like I'm really glad that she's gotten a lot of. Enjoyable episodes, like at, at least watchable episodes, to some extent. But um, yeah, but they're all that I I've I've enjoyed all of them in some way, and like that that was a yeah. She just got a really she had a really good streak in season five, and I and I'd be down to see more Lisa episodes in season six. I'd be very I'll be I'm very interested to see what else they can do with her, but I, I'm just waiting to see if there's more Lucy episodes in season six. But uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I definitely think season 6 should be Lucy's season. I feel like again the show's like doing the Lucy I, I always get forget, forget about Lucy's story in my life basically with Lucy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so let's move on to the Casa Grandes, who finally premiered their last two season two episodes. And why was that? Because Nickelodeon decided to basically sit on these episodes until they could say, hey, we have a brand new holiday special for the Casa Grandes. And by holiday special, I mean one episode that has snow and the other one isn't even, isn't even holiday related, so. But sure! But- <laughs> no, go ahead, sorry.
1: Snowing! It's the uh, holiday special because it's snowing no!
0: It's snow It's 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 it, it snow for some reason. Like I even, even when I went I went back to watch the episode just for this for this podcast and I'm like, why is it a snow day? Why? <laughs> To explain it. It's just like, hey, it's a snow. Why is it snow day? And by the way, why is this? Why is the gym open if it's a snow day? Why should school be closed? What the heck? <laughs> oh
1: I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> oh,
0: I- I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> Yeah, just like so confused about like, hey, it's a snow day, and the school gym is somewhat open, even though it's a snow day. <laughs> it's so weird. Could drive things uh, okay, like that. Okay, okay,
1: but that that episode was the throwing pains, throwing yes. pains. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, and that's the one where Nickelodeon said, hey, this is our holiday special, and it's Throwing Pains. The episode we saw all the way back in, like, August when it premiered, but, like, it finally premiered, so it's good. Um, yes, so Throwing Pains. Uh, during- (laughs) I'll try not to joke anymore, but- During a snow day, a random snow day, Roddy and her skate pals must battle for the gym space by playing dodgeball. So, yeah, like, this episode, uh, it also- you know, it's a, it's a very big episode, too, because it introduces a new character, which is Dodge, the one they go up against with the dodgeball game. And funny enough, we, as you all know, it, Dodge is actually dating one of the main side characters, Becky. So we have a confirmed lesbian couple in the Casagrandes, which is pretty cool. I think that's neat. It's like like the first time I heard Dodge say, hey, you're going to go up against my girlfriend. Like, what, girlfriend? And it's Becky of all characters? Like, Wow. I wasn't expecting that, but again, like they're trying to flesh out all the side characters. So cool, Becky's in a relationship with a girl—that's neat. Um, but besides that, what, uh, what, like, what, are, what, do, uh, what are your thoughts on this episode? Throwing Pains, the dodgeball episode.
1: Yeah, like, but all jokes aside, it's it's a pretty good episode. Like, like Ronnie Anne learn like, like developing that leadership role for her oh, friend group. i would
0: have to say all that. Yeah, that.
1: That was really good. And uh, also like how Laird factored into all of it, like Ron, Ronnie and using Laird to catch dodgeballs with his
0: hair, big
1: puffy hair, like, like, like that's just hilarious and that's so cool. I love it. Uh, and yeah, also like Becky and Dodge be being a lesbian couple, like that. That's pretty interesting to see too. I like that.
0: I love when Roddy is able to catch the dodgeball with her tiny baby hands. It's like seeing the her dodgeball- Her tiny baby
1: hands, yes. In her
0: tiny hands, it's like, how did you catch that? Your hand is so small! It's so funny just to see that image of her it's hand. It's like she
1: gets, she gets blasted through the wall. It's like there's a hole in the wall after she, she gets blasted through it. And she still caught the ball in her baby hands. <laughs>
0: She got blasted and she almost like just died and like nope I got it how how did you do that?
1: <laughs> she's yeah. she's Ronnie Anne she figures it out. <laughs> that's
0: true that's true yeah I I do want to mention that yeah this is the episode where Ronnie Anne actually steps up as a as a true leader of the skate group which I think is again really great because I love seeing Ronnie character development throughout the entirety of the Casa Grande's and it's I. You know, like th- there's a lot of things where you know Radiant has been shown. She is the the main leader of this friend group of hers that she's created, of course, the skate group. And uh, but seeing her really step up as a leader in that one scene where she's like, you know, telling the group we shouldn't give up. Like, say, remember when we when we climbed Mount Great Lake City, or when we watched that movie. You know, you, we didn't have you throw up or anything like that. We gotta stick together. Like, it really, re- it really, re- like, it has. ...a reflection on how Lincoln handles his friend group because, again, Lincoln is the leader of his friend group. However, how Lincoln approaches his friend group is that he sees his friend group like a second family. Because in Friends of Dry Places, he's like, no, we're never going to split up. We're like siblings. So he sees them as a second family, whereas had sees the fri- her friend group as a team. You know, like as, as they're like a team, they work together mainly. But, and, you know, she probably sees them as a fa- second family too, but I feel like now it's like, okay, I'm the leader and you're the team members, and we have to work together because, again, we've created this, you know, skate group together, but we're also a team. We work together, and we have to figure things out. So I really love that speech she gives to the friend group, and Lair goes, what a speech! You know, he cries. It's very sweet. So I love seeing them continuing to grow Roddy's leadership skills because, again, she probably got some of that, you know, learning some of that from a certain white-haired boy, you know. A certain white-haired boy, yes. A certain white-haired boy, wink, wink. Uh, We can all dream, but yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty good episode from, you know, besides joking about with the whole snow thing, but yeah, it's pretty good because there's a lot of standout moments, you know, Laird being like a very good MVP in this where, you know, he comes to help out in the end, you know, because he's scared at first, but then he steps up and Roddy and using him as big hair to catch the dodgeballs is great, and I love the skate team working together to, you know, train for the dodgeball game and, you know, seeing Becky and Dodge together was just pretty cool status quo change with like, hey, Becky's in a relationship with a girl that neat. So yeah, I think it's a pretty it's a pretty good Ronnie and the Friends episode since you know season two was all about giving a lot of those episodes to the friend group together. So something like this was pretty cool to see. Very very action packed and very, you know, intense, but a very good and engaging episode for season two.
1: Yeah, and I like how like Ronnie Ann went about like training for her friends to to compete against Dodges. About dodgeball team but like her name is literally dodge first off <laughs> but but like, but like anyway yeah I like how she went about it like like she see like she goes into the like the mercado and there's Bobby and Parr putting away fruit she's like Bobby and Parr have a very special way of putting away fruit and uh, so like they start throwing it and like they're they're trying to catch the fruit so, so I was like yeah yeah that that's I uh, just like how Shishi went about it with like Bobby and Bar and, and like Carlota and like Car and like Carl's there just trying to screw him over and then I mean he then he just vanishes for the second half of the episode. Bye bye, I've done my stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. Alright, that was okay. Yep. Yeah, then let's move on to the last episode of the premiere, which is Lalo Land. The Casagrandes prepare Lalo for his big audition to be Phoebe Powers' new canine sidekick. So, finally, they gave Lalo a focused episode. I can't believe it took them to, like, the peak end of season two to give Lalo an episode. After Sergio's had, like, what, well, like, maybe four or five episodes in the show. I don't know, I haven't kept track, but it seems like Sergio gets all the episodes that Lalo has had a single Focus episode till now. And it's with Phoebe Powers, which is great that they brought back Phoebe Powers because they've mentioned her before in the show with, like, her in uh, Who's Shopping for Dinner and in the Grandpa episode, uh, Grandpa... Uh, Danny, he mentions he's worked for Phoebe Powers, so to see her back again is like, hey, let's have Lalo be in this movie and stuff. And it's cool because, like, in this episode, it's only Roddy and Carl and CJ who are in this episode helping out Lalo. And I have a lot to say on Roddy and Lalo's relationship, but how'd you feel about the first Lalo focus episode in the entire show?
1: Okay, well, actually, I'm gonna roll with what you were talking about. With Ronnie Anne. And she really cares about her dog.
0: Yes! Yes! Oh, I love it. You love to see it.
1: Yep. And, uh, yeah. Like, it was just really, like, it was very interesting to see, like, like, Phoebe Powers coming back and Lalo, like, uh, like, seeing how, like, Ronnie Anne, Carl, and CJ, like, like I, I also, I do find it interesting that it was, like, just Ronnie Anne Carl and CJ, rather than like like Bobby and Carlota weren't there, so, so like uh, and it's interesting because like Bobby, CJ and Carl, yeah, it's like when, when it focuses, I'm like those three characters and like Lalo, you know, like it's very it's very interesting to see how how they were all able to bounce off of each other, like uh, like I feel like like I'm on it. I'm honestly, I honestly think that, like, it's just, it's it's like, it's like I want to say something more, but, like, then then my mind just comes to a slowdown, because I try to think of something to say, but I don't know what to say, like, to add on to my previous point, but that's just me overthinking it, I guess, so, um, I mean, like, I love, like, seeing I loved seeing Ronnie and CJ and Carl's dynamic, how they bounce off each other, and like, of course, Lalo being in the episode, and like, like it's just, it's just a, it was just a very good episode. I, I, enjoy, I liked it a lot.
0: Yeah, it's a very cute episode. I'm really happy that Lalo finally got an episode because I love Lalo and I'm so mad. I was so mad that Sergio kept getting episodes and Lalo didn't get a single focus episode. So it was great they finally figured out that they should do a Lalo episode. And I really do like that it was mostly Roddy and Carl and CJ who were helping Lalo. And especially because I I love the fact that Roddy cares so much about Lalo. Like that one scene where they're getting him ready and she's like, who can say no to this face or whatever she said I, I, I will pronounce Spanish correctly but she said she, he was a handsome boy in Spanish which is so cute and like this the, the scene I want to highlight again with Rodian's character development is when Rodian is trying to decide between you know hanging out with Phoebe Powers because again Casa is with amazing continuity they remember that Phoebe Powers actually has met Rodian in the past so it's like oh hey Rodian I can't, it's great to see you again I can't wait to skate with you Rodian was like like, oh my gosh baby powers remembers me so that's cool that they remember that continuity um but so she's trying to decide if she wants to do that or rescue Lalo from being in danger, even though it's like, well, this is a movie, like, this is, no, one it, no one's in real danger. When Rodian goes to rescue Lalo, it's like, no, I gotta go save my dog. Like, the way that she says that, I just, I care about my dog, I wanna protect him, like, she loves Lalo so much, it's like, again, amazing to see like, underrated Rodian character development that you probably wouldn't catch until you watch the episode, where it's like, you know, Rodian has really grown into loving her extended family, because of how much they have helped her grow as a person and being safe and happy in the city, not to sit in her friend group, but her entire family has had a huge impact on the way she grows as a person. So seeing that even, to see that, that, She feels that way about Lalo, who, again, is her dog. It's, like, it's her dog. Like, she is a part of this family. And knowing that Lalo is her dog, like, the way she she emphasizes that is so important to her character development. I know it's, like, weird to say that, but for me, it's, like, yes, this is so great seeing... Radian really care about every family member, including her pets. I think that's so great. So when she goes to rescue Lalo, it's so badass. Like, she's amazing in that scene. That the, the director is like, no, like, no one was really going to be in danger. This is a movie set. But what, what Radian's like... No, I'm sorry, I wish i could i i it's like no, I had to go save my dog. like I care so much about him. It's like no, no one was really in danger, but that doesn't that doesn't matter to Roddy. and like she cares so much about Lalo, and that's so great to see I love seeing that su- subtle care development from like talking about theroid pays where she's becoming a true leader to a friend group to showing how much she cares about her family members. It reminds me of, like, back in Season 1 with R in the family, where she was so caring towards CJ and wanted him to raise the flag and cared so much about his feelings, that seeing her care so much about Lalo here is like, I want to see more of this in Season 3, where she is so, where she cares so much about her family in any situation. It's amazing to see for me personally. So, I think that's the main highlight of this episode, is how much, how much Rodian cares about Lalo. And that's why I want to see more Lalo episodes like this. I'd like to see them maybe they could continue on with the Phoebe Power stuff, but like, that—that that is definitely the standout moment for me. It's just more Rodney and character growth throughout the show.
1: Yeah, Ronnie has definitely accepted the Grande's as her family. Like, uh, like, she's accepted them as her family. She's accepted that, like, Lalo is her dog. Like, she's like, it's just It's just perfect, and, like, I feel like uh, I feel like how the the family, how the Casa Grande family has, like, helped her uh, grow and develop and learn that it's okay to, like, open up about those kinds of feelings. Uh, But, like, I, like, I feel like, like, especially with Bobby, like, how her family has been helping her out for so long, like, but, like, it, I just feel like it's it's kind of underappreciated. Like, but, like, yeah, Sid, uh, like Sid definitely helped her feel, like, more at home, uh, more, like, feel, like, Sid's definitely the kind of person that, like, Roddy Ann can talk to and, like, vent to about stuff that she needs to. Because, like, she's in Great Lake City. Lincoln's not there to help her out. So, like, uh, Sid being there to help her out, like, it makes sense. But, like, with the but the Casagrandes family, like I feel like how they've helped Ronnie Anne, like I, I I've, sometimes I just feel like it's kind of overlooked to an extent. But so yeah, it's like episodes like Lalo Land, like it really shines a light on that, and uh, I I really like seeing episodes of that sort of thing. So, so yeah, I definitely want to see more to like show how much Ronnie Anne cares. About her family, because they've done so much to help her out uh, since the move to Great Lakes City. Like, it's just the kind of thing I love to see in the Casagrandes. Yeah, just just do more of that. And that's bound to be really good stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like... When you were mentioning that, I was thinking about episodes like *Are the Family*, or even like thinking about like *Misstep*, where you know *Misstep*. She was like really like you know like with Frida's dance lessons, she's really you know struggling with it, but it, but she reminds herself like I'm doing this for my family. Or you know thinking about like um, you know like with Bobby, like she she helps Bobby in *Never Friendly story, like she. She takes the time to do that instead, said, like, hey, yeah, with Sid, she's like, you know what, Sid, I, that could, wait, I'm gonna help Bobby find a friend. Like, that, that too. Or, like, with Rose and Hector, where they, she thinks they're gonna divorce or break up. She's like, oh, I, I really care about them staying together, you know, like, so there are moments that Ann really is starting to grow as a person and really care about her family. So seeing moments like that in the show are I'm not saying they're super rare, but they're very underrated. I want to see more of that in the show itself, because, like, I do really like seeing, like, you know, her, how much she cares about her friends, too, like, say to her friend group or Lincoln and vice versa. But, like, seeing the family members grow to really appreciate and love each other is something that I want to see more, because the whole theme of the show is we're all familia. So I think that's something that the show really needs to touch upon more in the future.
1: Yeah like it's the Casa Grandes come on now Uh
0: is there like, already-
1: yeah any... Like, just yeah just do more of it like they, they got to do more of it for season 3
0: yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's jump into our main topic for this episode, which is looking back at the year 2021 for The Loud House and The Casa Grande. This was a big year for our fandom. There was so much this year. You know, of course, two big movies, two big seasons, or three practically because The Casa Grande's continue with season 2 and the season 3, but a very, very big year for our fandom. This is probably the biggest year ever for our fandom. Like in history with all this stuff. Uh, but let's let's start at the beginning. So let's start with season. let we'll start with the Loud House, where season five has continued into this year with new episodes of season five continuing on. So um, how would you feel about? Because again, season five is actually going to be ending soon in January. So that's crazy to think about so that season six will be starting very soon. But for you personally, how do you feel about season 5? What uh, some of your favorite moments, episodes, etc.? How do you feel about the overall uh overall episodes or everything about season 5? How do you feel about season 5 and how they tackled the the age up and everything else that season 5 was going for?
1: Um okay, so like season 5 l- like the, the first thing I want to say is that like Season five, like of course, uh, they they brought like 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 back with like season four. Like season four was about like fleshing out the sisters, uh, like uh, what they were doing. So like uh, that that was pretty interesting to see for for like season four, and then the season five uh, continues that that sort of thing a bit. But then there's a, but then of course they brought Lincoln back to the uh, back to a spotlight like. Like, you got Lincoln, he's going to middle school. Sixth grader now, he's got all his friends with him. And, and like, um... Like, uh, for, for the most part, I like, it turned out okay. But, um... Like, honestly, like, this might be a hot take. I don't know. But, like, I've talked about this before. And it's like, um... Season five, like... If they were trying... To give Lincoln more of a central focus compared to like what season four was doing with focusing more on fleshing out the sisters more. Uh, like, like season five is like, um, uh, like I, I, the most of the episodes like focusing on Lincoln and his friends were they were they were like okay that they, they were fine, but um, like, 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 like most of them were always like a uh, Lincoln. With, with his friend group like Clyde, Stella, Rusty, Liam, Zach, like and like that those episodes are fine, but it's like, like you do you do so much of that and it just starts to get kind of stale if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's like um uh, so so like when another like a Lincoln and Friends episode came up, it's just, it's just like oh uh, cool another Lincoln and Friends episode, but uh, let me see what episode is paired with that, but. Uh, like I mean, it's like they're, they're fine episodes from 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 what I've seen and what I know. Uh, but but like it's just like I don't know. They're, they're just they're, they're just kind of okay to me. Like most of them just kind of blend together in a weird way. Uh, like like especially like in the uh, like the, the beginning of and middle of the year, I'd say. Uh, like most of us we're just gonna like, uh, like I, I don't know. Let's just like, like, my, my point is like, if you want, if you want to make Lincoln more of a central focus again compared to season four, then like just do it. You just go all out with it. Make more episodes with Lincoln and a sister like you've been like you were doing before, like. Uh, like do more stuff with like Lincoln in general rather than just having every other episode be a Lincoln and friends episode like did you gotta have more variety and like because uh, it's like the fact that what uh, that said there were so many like Lincoln and friends episode Lincoln and like specifically Lincoln and friend group episodes in season five like like the most like most of them were like okay like I said but there's just so many of them that I just... I was just starting to get bored of them. And I just... And I just cared more about, like, the, the sisters' episodes for the most part. But, but then you also have stuff like the obvious family bonding. And then, like, uh, uh... I was trying to think... I was trying to remember the name of the Lincoln and Lynn one. Uh, oh, Diss the this cook. Yeah. Diss the cook. Yeah. This Cook, yeah. Uh, like, I want to see more episodes like Dis to Cook with Lincoln. Uh, like... But, like, this the cook in, in particular, like, Lincoln and Lynn, they both go to the same school now, I, and I'm surprised it took them this long to do an episode with Lincoln and Lynn that's... Like, that was just a really interesting episode. I, I really liked how it turned out. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, like, yeah, that was that one was really fun. The obvious family bonding, that was, like, that, that was so cool. Like, the twist ending with the Millers and suspense, like, uh, that caught me so off guard, and it got, and it got, and it changed, like, uh, like it just ju- just completely changed how I look at uh, the how the Loud House world and its lore works. I like that that one, of like like that one was just really cool. Like I like I know it's your favorite episode of season five, and mm-hmm. like. I can definitely see why it's just really cool to see out like, Lincoln, like, back, you know, you know, you get the point. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but it's, like, I want to see more episodes like that, or Dis the Cook, or even just, like, Clinkin' episodes, like, Clinkin' mm-hmm. McLeod episodes. Like, like, for as many, like, for as excessive as they could sometimes get in, like, previous seasons, like season two, probably, it's, like, at least... Uh, it's it's like, at least, it's when it's focused on just those two characters that they all, they both have, like, an equal um, amount of time to shine and, like, bounce off each other in a way, like, I I just really like their dynamic, like, I've always said that they're, like, the Sedani before Sedani was a thing, and, like, that that still applies even now, and, and, like, um, and, um, like, and, and like even like flying solo, like that one was a little weird for me for a bit, considering how Clyde went about like you, you know how he tried to get Lincoln to sing a lot, and then he ended up losing his voice because like but like 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 you understand where Clyde was coming from, but uh, but like he was still in the wrong, but you see where he was coming from because he worked so hard to get to, to get that solo in the episode. Uh, but, like, it, it was, it's pretty, it's a, it's pretty decent, it's a fine episode overall. And it's, like, especially with the ending, that radiated such major gay, gay, homosexual, gay energy with Clinkin, and, the like, the duet, like, but that, that was just perfect. Like, like, I just, like, the, the how, the, I just love the Clinkin dynamic, and how they're able to bounce off each other in episodes, and, uh, I went off on a tangent there, my, my bad.
0: No, it's, <laughs> but okay. it's um
1: but on um, like, like, like with Clank with Clank and McCloud episodes, it's just those two, so they get a pretty that's, that they pretty get a pretty balanced spotlight. It, it works for me. Whereas with like most of the Lincoln and Friend group, like with the whole Friend group, like Stella, Rusty, like everybody else, basically, but, like those episodes are fine, but I feel like they have the issue of like the that most of them like. It's just like everybody's. It feels like everybody's. It feels like they're all like. Comp- are, are like fighting for like a sliver of the, the spotlight. Like. Like it feels like they're all just trying to. Like. 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 That did those. Most of those episodes like didn't make me personally care for Rusty or Zach or Liam like any more than I already did. But then like. Stuff like. Uh wait, no, Frame On You isn't out yet, so I'm not gonna talk too much about that one. But Zack Attack, like Zack Attack, like that 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 I like I liked how that one like used made use of Zack as a character. And Cow Pie Kid pairing up Liam with Lynn, like that was a pair that was a character duo I never saw coming. Like nobody could ever have seen that the character pairing coming. Like they made it work so well. It, like it made like you know you know Crash like he's always been big on Lynn and like that episode made him really like Liam a lot more than before probably so like they just do more episodes like that like like, like like the occasional like the occasional episode with the whole friend group is, is fine but like most of them in season 5 just like kind of it, they're just kind of okay-ish you know
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, my complaint about the Friends episode is just, like, even when there's supposed to be a focus on, like, Click McCloud or another character in general, the entire friend group has to be there. They don't have to be there all the time. Like, okay, Cowpie Kid is the perfect example where, again, the friend group doesn't show up at all in that entire episode. Like, I think they're in the audience watching Liam at the game, but they are not mentioned or shown in that entire episode, except, except Liam be like, whoa, when did tell, why didn't and tell me you were a good uh, baseball player or whatever? So, like, the fact that they didn't show up at all, like, yeah, they should have been more confident in that. Like, Zack Attack is a, a great example of, yeah, you can have the friends be in there, but Zack is still the main focus. And I like that they kind of continue to have him focus on there. The friends can be involved and stuff, but, like, then they give Liam another episode, the Barn episode, which I think was so unnecessary. Like, they should give that episode to Stella. She's the only friend member this entire season where every friend member gets an episode but Stella. It's so weird that they don't- that, I, mean, I mean, it's like, oh, what about Training Day? No, that's technically a Lana episode. Stella's not really part of the plot, just her buddy is. So I wish you know, because I guess it's like, oh, well, Stella got her episode of season four, but if they were gonna give every single wicked friend, epi- friend member an episode this season, they should have at least gave her one again you know because everybody loves stella but yeah like the friend episodes it depends on the plot or how they execute it like again i like say by the spell i don't like how the friends are handled but i like the episode i like rumor has it and some other ones but or like uh, how the best was how the best was won was basically like let's take click and mcleod and put him against rusty rusty and zach where it's like that's that's a great episode where they're, like, dissing each other. Who's the better best friends? But, yeah, even, like, the fact of like, this season was so sparse on uh, clique and McCloud, the main friendship, was so odd to me. You know, with all the friend episodes, like, where's all the clique and McCloud episodes that we're very used to? Like, again, we had Family Bonding, Flying Solo, High Crimes, which isn't it, is it out yet, but still it's a Clink and McCloud episode. Or even How the Best Was one had clicking in the episode, too. So it felt weird, that didn't really do a lot of Lincoln McCloud this season, but to focus on the friend group. But it's like, yeah, like the 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 whole point of the season was to try to change up the status quo, and their whole thing was if we're gonna focus on Lincoln again, we're just gonna have focus on him and his friend group. That's that's how you get Lincoln to be in the spotlight again, which is not how you do that. <laughs> you know, like yes, Lincoln's friends. Oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Yeah, I was yeah, I was thinking of that. It's like if you're like like I said earlier, if you want to make Lincoln more of a central focus in this the season, like just do it. You you, you got to go all out with it. You got to pair up Lincoln with more. Well, like you, you got to give Lincoln more uh, bonding episodes with with the sisters. You know. Yeah. Like like it, and, and like and like like you said, like it, and like you said, it depends on how with friend group episodes, it depends on how it's executed. Like, like, Zack Attack was good in that, like, uh, the, the friend group, the other friends can be there, but Zack's still the main character of the episode, so it's like, yeah, that that just, uh, make, it just works. It's a pretty natural, like, you, you, you get it, you get it. Yeah. But, but, like, but, like, to me, like, the Lincoln and friend group episodes were, they just got, like, kind of stale, and, like, for a season that was supposed to, that was apparently supposed to get Lincoln more of a spot, like after season four spent more time fleshing out uh, the sisters, like, like Laurie, like with Laurie's arc in particular, getting ready to go to school. Like, yeah. Like season four was about the sisters and fleshing them out, and uh, Laurie like getting ready to go to college. And then season five was, uh, like, it was, well, like, I mean, like, that, 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 like the friend group episodes, they just got so like stale to me that that I always just wanted to. I was just focused more on like the, the the loud sisters episodes. Like the Lisa episodes in particular, the, those were those were all those were really good. And like uh, uh the and, like and like I said this... It was, like you know how I feel about like Lucy episodes. Like season six, I want to I want to see more Lucy, I want to see her, I want to see Lucy become the underrated MVP of season six, like, yes. like how Lisa got that spot in season five, because like, uh, like, her two episodes in season four, I, I liked them both, like that they, they were they're they were pretty enjoyable episodes, and uh, like uh, The Grave Mistake definitely uh, like, I, I kind of liked Haiku before, but I think A Grave Mistake was what really boosted in her as like, my favorite one of my favorite side, uh, not even like just one of them. Like my favorite side character of the Loud House that that isn't like uh, a member of Lincoln's friend, friend group. Well, I mean, no, I actually, no. I mean, I don't, I don't know but but yeah, you get the point. Like uh, a a grave mistake, Stan Hazles. Those are both pretty good episodes in season four. Like then season five, it's like uh, she uh, we got we get she's all bad first, and it's like it's fine, but like. I, I I've always felt like I feel kind of weird about it because like it just feels so weirdly incomplete to me. Yeah. Like uh, like I've said, I've talked about this before, but I don't want to like go on too much of a ramble. But that's okay. Uh, the, but like that one was like uh, uh the Lucy the Lucy and Lola one where Lola joined the Morticians Club and Lucy was was frustrated about it because she felt like. L- Lola was messing everything up, and he wasn't. The shot. And, and it's like I mean I, I don't know. It's just that it was just just kind of meh, I mean like I get what it was going for, and it, it's okay. Like I get why people like it, but it's just not a very good like Lucy episode specifically. But but then Fight Fight happened. That was the that was the kind of Lucy episode I've been wanting the whole season. Like that that was that was for freaking tight. So like I want to see more. Lucy episodes in season six because like she deserves that And, and like um I will say that like season five also had some uh also had some a couple pretty good Lenny episodes with like the boss maybe but like the boss maybe in particular that just made sense to be one of the first season five episodes of her trying to take on the the role of that Laurie had before she went to college and then like Election, like, Election, was also really good, um, I, I liked, I like the Lin episodes as far as I remember, like, Pie Kid, of course, and, uh, I, I like, but I don't know, like, I'm just of the opinion, like, uh, like, I don't know, like, like, my, 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 my original point was that, like, I always, like, I was always, like, more interested in the sister episodes, cause, like, uh, I love Lincoln, but, like, uh, Lincoln's episodes in season five, the ones I cared more about are the ones that were either, like, him with the sister, I think, or, like, him with Clyde. Like, those are the ones I, I always know what, real, what I was really interested in, because the ones with the whole friend group just, I always felt like it just got kind of stale, and, like, I just want season six to have more variety. Like, uh, like, uh, like, if we're to assume that, if, like, like, I feel like there might be a season seven, but if mm-hmm. season six is the last season, uh, like, like people are saying, like, if season six is the last season, like, that they gotta go all out with it, but, like, and like, I, I think they should just go bonkers, like, do everything that's about, like me make each and every episode of season six worth. The watch like, like make make it like something really special like like you were talking about how like Casa Grande season three it's like as all you were saying how it's almost like Miguel Puga is like checking things off on a list I feel like if season six is the last season like they, they should just that they, they, they gotta like do something like that because if it's if it's the last season it's either go big or go home you know but I'm like yeah that's my overall thoughts on season five basically
0: Yeah, no, I absolutely agree on that because, like, with Season 5, yeah, I it, it, the problem was, like, they, yes, Lincoln, it was all about giving Lincoln the spotlight again, which, as a Lincoln Loud fan, I I was really excited about, I liked the episodes like School, the season Cheating, and Saved by the Spell, and, and stuff like that, like a Family Bonding, of course, like, episodes like those, or was, like, the starting of Season start of season 5, I'm very confident in this, I'm very excited about what they will do with Lincoln, but then they just threw him into, they just blended him into the friend group after that, and it didn't feel like Lincoln it was standing out like he should be in this season. It's like, oh, well, he's in middle school. That means that will give Lincoln more spotlight. No, that doesn't really mean that. It's just the same thing just middle school now, but like, you have some new challenges, but not really, you know, it's 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 conflicting because of that. And then like the sisters, some of them don't really get the focus they deserve like Lori's I could go I could do, go I like, I could do like a five hour rant on why Lori's arc was handled so poorly this season you know but like eventually they finally figured out what the heck to do with Lori because it felt like they had no idea what to do with Lori after they sent her off to college it's like should we do college episodes let's or how should we handle her first day of college and the school they're just like oh let's move her in and make it a silly you know side plot which didn't make any sense and then Ghosting. Let's have her be, you know, cheating with a ghost. Like, no, that's not how you do it. And then all of a sudden, they finally figured out, hey, let's do an episode where Laurie misses her family and goes back to visit them and feels left out. That's what you should have been doing from the start. And then this the cook, she has a random cameo where she comes to visit Royal Woods. And it's like, this is what you should have been doing right from the start with Laurie. And it took you to the end of season five to finally figure that out. So with exactly. I And then seeing episodes like This to Cook, where Lincoln is paired up with Lynn, again, you should have been doing this from the start because they're in the same school together now. They should be practically, like, bumping into each other every minute. But, like, seeing that, I'm like... Okay, now that i have seen stuff at the, the end of Season 5, it's like, I feel like they got more confident. So, I'm glad that Season 6, even if it's the, even if it's going to be the last season, is in the current timeline of Season 5 and not, like, doing another time skip. So, they can actually focus on fixing or improving on what didn't work in Season 5 that they can improve on for Season 6, like Lori's fairy arc, or Wake in the Middle School, or Lillian Preschool. Because we haven't had a single Lillian Preschool episode until, uh, appetite for Disaster, which hasn't come out yet, but it's eventually going to. Or get like Lucy only gave two episodes, or, you know, it just seems like there were a lot of. Or, or like Lenny, where Lenny had some good episodes, but then they did Grub Stub, where it was such a wasted potential. Like that. That was such a good idea of having Lenny's group of friends versus Lincoln's group of friends, and maybe having a rivalry between Lenny and Lincoln. It's like, oh, that sounds like a great idea, but on, pa- on paper, but then executed so poorly, and that ending is still one of the stupidest endings of the entire show. Like, I will never forgive them for that dumb ending of Grub Stuff. Like, just no. But that, yeah, so, like, I, Luna got some good episodes. Like, like the back to back of Mick and Time uh, and the one with Lynn Sr., like, that's cool. Like some and some, some sisters got some good stuff. Like Lana got a bunch of nice episodes this season, like Animal House or Trading Day. Like Trading Day, Trading Day being the Surprise Sweet Twins episode, which is nice. And I hope I hope we get that twin episode of season six because again, the the last twin episode we had was Strife for the party wasn't that good. But yeah, I just there was a lot of like g- good stuff in season five, especially with sister episodes. But I feel like once they got to the end of season five, and especially, like, like with frame, frame On You, no spoilers, it's a very good episode, I feel like they're finally figuring out what they're supposed to do in this timeline, and they need to improve on that for season six. Because, I, I, again, like, I think there's some good stuff, there's just things you need to execute better, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's basically what I think, too. Like, like season five is, is a pretty good season like overall, uh, but but it's like I just want to see like more variety and they got they should do like more stuff like they set they set up a bunch of cool stuff and at the start of season five but then they just don't really do very much with it until like the, the very end basically it's just like uh, like it's it's a it's a fine it's a good season but like. Like, uh, like, especially with how much, like, Lincoln and friend group episodes there were, like... And it's, like... I was like, I get that, uh, uh... Maybe, like, Lincoln... But... I mean, I said this already, but... Like, season six, you gotta do more with, like, Lincoln and... Uh, I, uh, season six, they should definitely do more with Lincoln and Lynn, or, like... Lincoln and his sister in general. Like, I, I feel like they should just, like, remember... What the show is about. Because, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, season four it didn't barely really got any, like, an episodes. Like, it got, like, a, a few, but, but it was like season four was about fleshing out the sisters. And, yeah. and then, like, but, but then, like, season five, like, uh, like, they, they bring, like, it back to the spotlight, but they don't really do. A lot of, that don't really do much that's really interesting or, like, intriguing, like, him at middle school. Like, like, it, there's potential that just feels like, that it feels like they missed out on stuff. And, like, yeah, and like, like, I just wanted to do, and like, it's like, yeah, basically my main point is, if you're gonna have Lincoln and be more of a central focus, just do it. Like, just do it, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, and and, uh, and uh, transitioning to the next topic, they need to at least give Roddy in three cameos in season six because for some reason, season five forgot to give her cameos, and I will never forgive them for that until they give her at least one cameo in the beginning of season six. Bobby got two yeah. cameos in season five, and yet Roddy didn't get a single one. I don't know why they didn't do that. If this is the Lincoln Focus season, why didn't Rodia get a single cameo? I don't get this. It just—it just boggles my mind that, that Rodia didn't appear even once in season five. At least in season four, after the Casa arc, she at least appeared once at the end of season four. Why not a single Ann cameo in season five? And yet Bobby got to appear twice because of Lori? It just makes no sense to me. You know, I just—I hate when they treat her like this. So, you know. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like. It's like, it's weird, because her cameo, it, her cameo in, like, Don't You Forget About Me, Don't You Forget About Me was, uh, I mean, like, I, I mean, like, like, it was cute to see that, like, Ronnie, Ronnie Ann and Lincoln, like, Ronnie can just, uh, d- just running around mm-hmm. the, the fairway campus, like, Ronnie on the skateboard, Lincoln recording that footage.
0: Yeah.
1: But him being like, it was worth it, but, oh! but, but then, like, uh, but then, like, like it's a it's a Le- it's a Lenny and Lori focused episode. Like, it's yeah. mostly like it's mostly about Lenny, like, uh, being worried that Lori won't talk to her anymore after leaving for college, when she leaves for college. But but then like the season five having more of a Lincoln focus compared to season four. That they don't bring Ronnie in and like even for like a, a two second cameo like. Like that, like it's just yeah, like it's just weird. Like I'm, I'm kinda of flabbergasted, so flabbergasted, I'm stuttering just trying to talk about it
0: yeah yeah but like good thing for Casa Casagrandes and Miguel Puga because he remembers to bring Lincoln into the Casa Grande's for season two yeah yeah yep. yeah so season two of Casa Casagrandes continued on in this in this year as well and we started and we of course have now started season three so what are your overall uh, thoughts about Casa Grande season two like about the episodes favorite moments things like that how do you think season two uh, worked out well compared to season one and into season three. How, what's your overall thoughts on season two?
1: Um, Grande's season two is like, um, like a uh, Carl jokes aside.
0: <laughs> Insert Carl <laughs> uh, but, joke I, I, like, here. I mean,
1: uh, yeah, but but I mean, like, uh, like Grande's season two, like, like, like I'm I'll, I'll honestly, I'm gonna be honest and say, like, it had more of my interest and attention compared to like the sum of what the, the Loud House season five was doing at the time. Because uh, like well 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 Loud House season five had like a Lincoln in front of episode like like every other episode. Casa Grande's was doing was doing some stuff with like Carlota. It was doing stuff with some stuff with Bobby. It was doing stuff with the obvious but 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 like like that, it felt like there was always something new and interesting to take a, to watch. Like, uh, like especially with um. Okay, first off, the obvious Loud House crossovers with Lincoln, the, hey! and other an utter mess. Frank Abersary and then of course the the lobby one with uh, teed off. Yeah, like teed that, that off. was one that was really sweet. Like oh
0: yeah, yeah
1: like. Like the the like the Wild House crossover episodes in Cat's Grande season two, the, those were all like really enjoyable. Uh, that that that, 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 was, that was that was definitely some real good stuff. Like like uh, like in an utter mess, we we see how Ronnie and the, the worrying about like how she has to choose between Lincoln and Sid, who both want to go to Dairyland with her, and like we see and we see how Lincoln and Sid like have this instantaneous connection because they're both uh, like said brings up the, the front the bestie radar and, like uh, like Ling is just like instantly in sync he's got to save his girl he's got to hey, help his girl you know? yeah
0: like and he knows Roddy is ringtone like that scene where he's like I thought I heard Roddy is ringtone and it's like how do you know that's her ringtone <laughs> you know and then it's like they automatically just know that she's in danger it's one of my favorite moments ever is that scene
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. And um Prank we get to see like uh, another uh, the other another like part of the triangle dynamic mm-hmm. where, where like the love Ronnie Anne and Lincoln got their whole Prank thing going on and Ronnie and sees him as an equal and like yes. of course like the opening scene where Lincoln shows up that whole entire oh. thing. <laughs> uh my
0: favorite
1: oh Don't my you god. Look great, but Ronnie- <laughs> Uh yeah, like just uh, he takes off the sunglasses, got the eyebrow uh, little thing.
0: <laughs> oh my god, dude, you're gonna make me scream. That's my favorite. Like that is still my favorite. Like frame of like any screenshot of Roddy Kid is when it's like when Roddy is like, nice try, Lincoln, and he, and she grabs the sunglasses. Like, she grabs the mustache, and, su- and Lincoln pulls off the sunglasses, and and like the eyebrows. Oh my god, it's like my yeah, favorite thing like ever.
1: Yeah, that was amazing. Uh but um we we got to see like uh that they're doing their thing and uh like uh when when said's like the goofy got Bronny Ann's pranks and they and then like Rosa tells them they need to leave. They need to get out of the house with the apartments with it. And and then said messes up Lincoln's prank and like Bronny Ann and Lincoln uh, trying to talk to Sid with their whole parents vibes.
0: Yes, uh,
1: that was all. That was awesome. I think. The
0: disappointed dad
1: and, uh, we, uh, we got. We see like Sid, like she's like Sid's upset because she she felt like she was being like excluded because she's because they think she's just not as good as they are. So she pulls off that whole giant snake attack prank thing. And it, like she the, 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 the she is a genius. She was a genius coming up with that prank, and it's like, like to prove it. She, she wanted to prove her worth that she's just as good as they are. Like, like the, the those are both really good episodes to explore that Sedonican dynamic and like mm-hmm. how it, how it works. And and that's why I'd also be interested to like see an episode where. Go where Clyde joins them, so it's Clyde, Donniekin, the OT four.
0: Oh my god! And then it's like, and then and
1: it's yes. like, I uh, one, one idea, but I hate to go on a on a ramble real quick, but like an idea I had was uh like, Clyde noticing that Lincoln's hanging out a lot more with Ronnie Anne and Sid, so he feels out of sync with them, so he tries to do all these like cool things that that he's actually not that good at to keep up the pace, like. Like the like say they're doing a k-pop dance he tries to do it and he's all messing it all up and stuff and like yeah like I'd, I'd be really interested to see how that would how it would turn out with if Clyde was added to the mix and then of course I gotta talk about teed off with Bobby uh I'd like Bobby thinking Lori is date as romantically thinking Lori's interested in another guy like Ewan, he he's like and he's like off and stuff, like you could completely get why Bobby would be jealous, and like that. This is one of those. That the teed off is one of those. Like Carl and Sergio are in teed off, but this is one of those cases where their inclusion, like, actually makes sense because Carl gives Bobby the idea to cheat the, uh, uh, his uh, to cheat golf victories, make it look like he's make it seem like he's actually uh, really good at it, and so like Lori's. All over him again, like. But then, like it, like, like it, it that that it's just, it was just a really good lobby episode. Like, I was so happy to see lobby back. Like that, that was that episode was was awesome. I, I loved it. So yeah, the Loud House crossovers the for those the first off were really fun and entertaining, real cool stuff.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, no. Oh, go ahead.
1: Sorry. Uh, you, you you go ahead. Like I was gonna say something else, but you go ahead.
0: No, you go. You, you it's your turn, so you go ahead.
1: Uh, I mean, like, like I was gonna talk about like uh, other episodes that like aren't cloudhouse crossovers. So I wanted, so I just wanted to see if you wanted to like add anything to what I was saying about the crossovers.
0: Oh no, I mean, the crossovers are iconic. I mean, they're like probably my favorite things about season two of Casa Grande's. Is like, again, like the fact that they brought Lincoln back like twice or even three times if you count. Cast the cameo in Casa Christmas where Lincoln gets the line where I was like celebrating my victory that night. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite moments is that, of course. But like, yeah, Under Mess is like, of course, iconic with it being with Roddian and you know, I love how much, you know, like like again, my two favorite lines for that, that episode is where she's asking Rosa like how do you choose between two people you care about or like, I can't disappoint my two best friends. And Again, because I was always wondering like okay, so Roddian has Sid as her best Friend, but how what how does she feel about Lincoln? So when other mess came out and seeing that Rodian and sees both Sid and Lincoln as her best friends, that was such a great, like, satisfying like validation to how many headcans I've had about how Lincoln has helped Roddy and as a person, you know, become a better person before Sid, and once Sid came into her life, it just grew and grew, and seeing that Roddy and sees Lincoln and Sid as equal best friends is very special to me, so the episode means a lot to me. And the prank anniversary, of course, like, see be, that being, of course, like, the Roddy Kid prank war episode, I wish we could have got a lot more of the prank war, but seeing that it was focused on Sid, you know, because season two was all about fleshing out Sid as a character with Zuber to see, and this episode with her feeling left out, of the of Rodney Lincoln's prank war and see that she was the one that, you know, won the prank anniversary, and hopefully in the future they do, like, a sequel episode with all three of them. Like, their three-way friendship is so amazing to me. Like, I love it so much, and I really hope in season three, like, I love the Sadati Kid episodes, I really do, but I just hope in season three they actually just do a Roddy Kid episode, because they haven't had was this horoscope. So, I, just, I, as much as I like the Sadati Kid stuff, I'm not saying it gets in the way, because I would never say that. I just want to see, like, maybe Maybe there is a Roddy Kid episode instead of being the support, you know, to either Roddy or Roddy or Lincoln in that scenario, but I was thinking maybe the next Sidati Kid episode would have to be focused on Lincoln maybe feeling left out. Between Sid and Roddy and like your idea with Clyde, I feel like they could do that with Lincoln, where he's sort of feeling left out of like the K-pop dancing or them being interested in 12 Is Midnight. He's not really understanding it, but you know he's the one that he's gonna feel left out, so he starts to try to fit in with like them being you know K-pop stands or whatever Roddy and Sid are into. But you know they tell him like you know we, we don't care if you're not into that stuff. We just love spending time with you and stuff like that, but. I really do just want a Roddy Kid episode and, like, teed off... Yeah, like, I was... I was very surprised that it took them that long to have Laurie come back in the Casa Grande days. You know, because season one, she had two cameos with, fr- with a flea market and the bird has flown. So when they waited to like the peak end of season two to have her episode, it felt so strange. But like, Teen Off is still like my second favorite episode of season two after prank Anniversary Just because like, I love Jealous Bobby. Like, my- one of my favorite moments is like when when uh, Laurie is in person today you win it's like he is oh it's, that sounds just like me and bobby's like oh this is all so funny to me <laughs> like it's so it's a funny it's, episode the face,
1: the face he makes when he laughs is just so freaking memeable i love it
0: yeah it's like <laughs> uh oh i'm i'm bobby laurie's boyfriend you know <laughs> hi hi urine it's you yeah. right right that's what i said <laughs> it's so yeah, great yeah. It's a great episode, yeah. So I'm hoping there'll be another. There'll obviously be another lobby episode, but it was so great to get that one. I love it very much. And. Yeah, I mean, Season 2 compared to, to TLA Season 5, like, it's hard for me to compare what's the better season because it depends on, like you said, the interest of it. And, like, the Season 2, again, insert Carl joke here, it, the, the season was very much about giving Carl a lot of focus. He was the MVP of the season. And, again, Carl doesn't have a single bad episode. I don't think they're bad episodes. It's just my main complaint about how season 5 was giving Lincoln focus, I, f- I feel like season 3 should give Roddy and the focus back. Like, cause I-, I feel like season 2 really shafted her after that. You know, like, I- there's not really a lot of focus episodes for Roddy and herself is either she's blended into the family or, like, everybody else gets pretty good episodes, like, you know, there, there's The Emergency, which is a great episode. I mean, it's, it's, the fact that they gave Sith her first focus episode being a full special with her entire family was such a risk to take, but they did it so perfectly is amazing to me. I don't know why, how they did that, but they pulled it off so well with The Emergency being a focus episode on side characters that way and not have the Casagrandes involved whatsoever. Like, Ronia doesn't even, like, get involved that much in the entire episode. She's just kind of there, and it's like, huh, see could actually handle this herself? That's impressive, you know? I love that. Or Operation Popstar, where Carlota and Alyssa finally become BFFs. Or maybe with the first Carlota and Bobby episode, which is so great. I love that episode. Uh, their, their dynamic is amazing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, like like you already know how much I love Bobby, so maybe Sitter was really fun. But but like I, like like I like I like like with Carlota, I'd been wanting to see her get more like good stuff. Like like I've been wanting to see her get more stuff for a while because oh, like I like I liked her, but 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 then again, it was like. But uh, like, but back then she was just uh, most people saw her as just kind of okayish, or, or like, or like super super boring or whatever. So like, I just wanted to see her get more like stuff and like and, like I like Sid anyway. Like like I always I thought she was fine. I I, I didn't really uh, I didn't really care for her that much, but I thought she was fine. But then it's like but but then it's like Carlota is a Grande. The show is called. Casa Grande. so I was like, it just felt kind of weird that, uh, but, but you know, but but like then again, maybe Sitter did a really good job with sh- showing us how Carlota bounced off of Bobby, like that that was executed re- really well, and it was it was a fun episode. And then of course, like you said, Operation Popstar was really good for Carlota. I I really like what they did with her in that episode with uh, uh, Elisa. Like that was that was. That was the enjoyable stuff. I, I I love that special. Like like I mean like the Sedani uh, the Sedani subplot like like that that was the Sedani subplot was okay. But I mean I feel like if you would just take taking the Sedani out of it and made it just just the Carlota a standard eleven minute episode focused on Carlota and Elisa, like nothing else would have really changed. It's just
0: yeah.
1: But but yeah like. Uh, Like, I really like those episodes and how they finally, like, uh, boosted, like, Carlota, like, Carlota's character, like, her her whole personality, all that. Like, how, uh, like, maybe Sitter showed us a really interesting side of her that we hadn't, that we hadn't really seen too much of before. And it's, like, her, uh, it's, like, we see a more rebellious side of her, which is, like, uh, I don't want to babysit the, the kids, because I, I got to do this vlog thing. And, and also, like, with Bobby, it, it, we, it showed us how important his friendship with Parr is to him. Yeah, like, uh, but, like they, they they both had their, like, valid reasons to that handle it the, the way they were trying to handle it. But it's like, yeah, I really like what those episodes did with Carlota in season two. And it's like... Like the, the what I've noticed is like, uh, like I've noticed a a little bit of a pattern. But like season one, season one did a lot with like Bobby and like flushing him out into an individual character. Like now that, uh, now that the Casagrandes have their own show and like uh, they can do more stuff with Bobby that doesn't just involve his relationship with Lori. Like we got a Flea Market, but. But 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 like you know, but but you know, L- L- Bobby's been able to be, Bobby's been able to like be, like like show up like more and like have his own episodes where he can be, he can become more of his own character, like on his own. He can stand out on his own, and he's just really but, like and like he's become my favorite character of the Casta Grandes, and definitely one of my favorites of the overall Castlevania universe. So like. And then, like the late season one was when they started to do more stuff with Carl and fleshing him out, and they, they set up with his his friendship with they started his friendship with Adelaide in Uptown Funk. And then, like season two was about Carl getting more development in his episodes, and like there was like one Carlite episode, I think, the the karate chops. Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, were, no was I like two, uh,
0: there was uh, two. for Consequences with Bobby.
1: Oh, oh yeah, flew the consequences. Yeah, yeah. I mean, flew the consequences. Like that. That one was like okayish, but like I didn't personally care for it because like I, I mean, like like Bobby and Carl and Adelaide. Like that. The concept of them, like of like Bobby and Adelaide interacting. Like but, that. That just that just felt perfect to me because like a uh, Bobby's. Ronnie Anne's older brother, Sid, mm-hmm. Adelaide is Sid's younger sister. Like to have, to have them like interact with each other like directly in that manner. Like uh, that that was that would have been pretty interesting to see. But I feel like the way it was executed and uh... um <laughs> um I said I said sleuth or consequences. Thinking of that one <laughs> not, not that not out season one. Episode. No
0: two for consequences
1: not, not flu the consequences tooth or consequences yeah that that one but i feel like with that one uh, like it was okay but i didn't like personally care for it all that much because because uh, it, it just it, it felt like we didn't get like enough of like Bobby and carl and then Carly or Carl and uh, Bobby and Adelaide like mm-hmm. like like we just didn't get I felt like we didn't get, like, quite enough of them just, like... Like, I'd, wa- I'd want to see an episode with, like, a Bobby and Adelaide just interacting and, like, bonding. Or even, like, one of the main things I want to see in Season 3 is, like, a Bobby and Sid bonding episode. Where, like, yes! They connect. I want to see them connect on, like, over, like, Ronnie Anne. Like, I want to see them, like, team up and, like, work together to... Try and do something special for her. But, but that's like, yeah, I mean, but like what I was saying about like the pattern I was talking about earlier, like season one was Bobby's season, season two was Carl's season, and then like season yes. late season two had maybe Sitter and Operation Pop Star with, with Carlota getting more stuff to, to do, stuff to work with. And if you're, if you're getting more of, getting more. More of a character, like, like beforehand, like Carlota was just kind of like underdeveloped, like, uh, like I, I liked her anyway, but I, I get why people would were saying she was underdeveloped, but, yeah. but it's like, but it's like season three. I also hope I'm also hoping for like more Carlota episodes, like more good Carlota stuff, like in general, like, but like I don't like I don't entirely care like. Like, I, I'm I'm gonna, like, I'm probably gonna like a Carlota episode anyway, because she's like my, like, like, aside from, like, the obvious Ronnie Ann, like, right, like, I, I like Ronnie Ann anyway, like, regardless. But I feel like, 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 she, Carlotta's my second favorite Grande family, my favorite, my favorite Casagrande sibling, I'll, I'll just say that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, so it's like, so it's like season three, I'd, I'd be interested to see them. Do more with her and what they do with her character after maybe Setter and Operation Popstar, and it's like, it's like, yeah, I, you know, you know.
0: Yeah, because I feel like again with Carl again, is there a Carl joke here? I feel like with season two they did they did enough with Carl where it's like we get what Carl is. Like, there'll either be a scheming episode, or yes, or to, to be a good boy episode, or, you know, it seems like, because again, like, there was that one point where they had Chocolate Force and Matt the Cart back to back, and I, I still feel like it's like, they're two, they're two of the same episode, just like, executed differently, where it's like, oh, Carl learned to be a good boy, but one did it better than the other. Yeah, controversial hot take. I don't like Chocolate Force. I Chocolate never will. Chocolate
1: Force was all a dream.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's such a waste of an episode of I mean, it being just a dream that it's like, oh, Carl, you learned to be a good boy, but it was all just a dream, so what's the point? Whereas Madness in the Cart was like a perfect episode where they were all basically calling Carl out of his bullshit, be like, yeah, he's he's not really that good of a kid, he's, he's scheming this old man, and then Carl learns that, hey, I shouldn't be doing this. That's the best way you should go about it, but, I mean, I, obviously they're going to do one already, so it's not like they're not going to do Carl episodes, but just give Carl a break, you know? I feel like, you know, the, the, the OC Sadie and me is saying, give CJ more episodes. CJ barely has any episodes. He, he had the one with Par, which was cute, but it's like, I feel like season three should be, should be CJ season. I, I, oh, like in the one with Carlota, shortcuts, I keep forgetting, forgetting that happened this season. So yeah, I am to say CJ needs a lot more. I think CJ should be focused more on C- in season three. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Season three should have definitely have more CJ episodes, as well as more Carlota episodes, and like a uh, spin off. That that's a really fun, fun way to do a first like, do a, do a CJ episode in that regard. Like especially with how how Par factored into it. Like that was that was fun. Uh, that was really cool. Like uh, I like I really like how we get to see more of, of Par as an individual character. Become between him being the sensei and karate chops and then he's helping out CJ in in spin off so, so like uh, like uh, we re- I'm really interested in how like how par is like uh, I mean uh, Bob I mean we're tr- trying to talk I'm trying to talk about CJ here but like
0: no, yeah okay.
1: just to give CJ more episodes you know yeah uh, like give, give CJ more episodes give Carlona more episodes like uh, that 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 they're the ones who need more episodes like like I, I like I like Carl. I tend to like his episodes anyway, but but like I let let him take more of a backseat in season three so Carlota and C J can get more stuff.
0: And say so they would and,
1: Carl- of course, and of course Ronnie Ann. Yeah. Ronnie Ann's like 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 they're all technically main characters in a sense, but Ronnie Ann's like the main main character, so I want to see season 3 give her more stuff to do.
0: Too. Yeah, because again, I just feel like even in her own show, she gets shafted, which again, you know, i have always defending... The way Rodian is treated in this, the main show and the spin off. And when season five, Loud House didn't give her a single cameo except for the movie, which technically the movie was like made long ago, so it doesn't really count because like everyone's saying, Oh, what about her cameo in the movie? The movie does not count, it takes place between season four and five, so technically it's in season four, so then it does not count. So, I, yeah, yeah, I just- yeah the,
1: movie is, the, the movie is not season five, it's, it's not the movie.
0: It's the movie. It's, like, it's either canon or it's not canon, however you go about it. It's, like, its own flexibility, you know, so it does not count, so I say no to that, so, you know, and so the fact that, like, season two, they were shafting their own main character, again, like, how Lincoln was treated in season four... It's like how in season four, I was more focused on the Casa because because had got a lot to do as the main character. And then around season five and into season two, I was focusing more on the Loud House because Lincoln was getting a lot more to do and Rodian was getting less. So I'm hoping season five... I'm hoping season 6 and season 3 are equal to where, you know, maybe Lincoln isn't really the focus of season 6, but he still gets some stuff to do. And the same thing with Roddy Yen Yen getting more focus in season 3. But like, from what we've seen so far in the upcoming episodes... It seems more balanced this season than I've seen if in you in, 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 like, recent seasons. Where, like, we started out with, you know, Date with Destiny, which is a Roddy and Bobby episode. Focus on their parents being divorced and getting back together. I think that was a great episode to start out with because I was so excited about that episode. And finally getting more Bobby and Roddy, and we really need more of them as a brother-sister dynamic. You know, you and me agree on that. And then having yeah. the first... Sid and Adelaide's sister episode in the entire show where we ta- we asked for that and they finally did that, which was incredible. So that seemed like, oh, we're going to get an Alexa's side character episode or Samir episode or, again, the Halloween special we were asking for. And it was a whole family episode. Like, at first we thought it was going to be just a Carl episode, but they did such a great job balancing it being an entire cousin episode, which I want to see more it seems like they're really just, and of course the Bobby episode coming up with Parr, it seems like they're really having a good balance instead of like being like, here's multiple episodes for multiple characters. And it's like, oh, skate the skater episode, Roddy and her friends are going to be back. Great. Like, yeah, it, it, just, it seems like they're on the right track. And it seems like Casa Grande's is really like, listening to the critiques of each season and improving on that, but I don't want to, like, you jinx it, because maybe later on, there'll be, like, a pattern of who gets the better, more episodes this season, but to me, personally, from what I've seen so far, compared to season two, it seems like there's a better balance of who's getting the focus episode this week, instead of, like, repeating itself, like, during the middle of season two.
1: Yeah, like, like, especially with I season six, like, but, like, I like I feel like season four didn't have enough Lincoln, but then season five didn't really have enough sisters. Like, especially like, like, like I was talking about like, like Lucy got, has gotten four episodes in the past two years and it just feels so wrong to me.
0: Yeah.
1: But, but yeah, like, overall, I just Loud House season six and Castle Grande season three, like, I want to see more and more of a balance. Like, like yes, like to do more with Lincoln and Ronnie Anne because they are the main main characters. Uh, like, like 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 season season six of The Loud House. Like if you're gonna do more with Lincoln, just do it. And then Casa Grande season three. They they gotta remember that Ronnie Anne's the main main character. So it's like, uh, but but then but then again like. That's like I said. I want to. I want to see more Lucy episodes. loud out season six. I want to see more Carlota and CJ and Steve. Casagrande in season three. Uh, like, like I just find out balance that there shouldn't be too. There shouldn't be too much of one or the other because because if you're a if you're a Lincoln fan, uh, if you're a Lincoln fan, you you probably didn't have a lot of fun with season four because. That was more focused nope. on flushing on the
0: <laughs> I do not. But, but then, but then,
1: for season five. If you're, if you're all, if you're really interested in like the some of the sisters, like, but, like especially Lori. Like she got she got, she got, she got, she was treated so poorly in yeah. season five.
0: She got shafted real hard.
1: Yeah, like, and uh, you gotta find that balance so so everybody is happy, you know. But that's But that's the main thing I'm going about here.
0: Yeah, because, like, talking about the crossover stuff, I'm really surprised that Lori has not showed up so much in Casa Grande's despite being close to the city. I mean, I know she's in college and stuff, but, like, the fact that, like, season two, Lincoln got more cameos than her says a lot about how they treat Lori with her whole college arc. Like, you know, like she should at least be visiting more often because she's more close to Bobby and stuff. She's had more to do. Like, I guess she's in school, but like you could visit him on the weekends since you're closer to him and stuff. But, you know, that's just not the way they're going about Lori. So it is kind of sad that Lori got a little shafted, but I'm hoping maybe in season six she might get a little more if we just see a little more glimpses of her a college life. And of course, with Casagrandes, again, I want more Carlos. Like, he, he, again, he only has one episode, and it's the, it's the first episode of the entire show, and then everything else he does, it doesn't get a single focus episode. So, knowing that the next episode he'll be helping out the skate group, that's perfect. Like, that's what you mentioned doing, like, a long time ago. And it's like, oh, he gets, he, like, bickers with his sister Maria. Maria needs a lot more. Like, I love maria so much and she has such a closeted life that we need to learn more about maria like i feel like she's getting very shafted because she isn't really she doesn't really show up much because she works a lot but i want to see more maria too and of course frida frida's my favorite casa grande so i'm hoping to give her more episodes like i really like the art episode with her where you know the family's very concerned about her getting a bad you know critique it's basically Loud House basically stole that episode with the Lynn Senior episode, but, did, but Casa Grande's did it better. Where it's like, oh, it's a it's an art critic, and he's gonna, like, judge her art and thinks it's trash. But then, like, she's like, guys, like, I don't care if some art critic doesn't like my art. It's not gonna stop me from making art. Like, as an artist, I really relate to that episode where Frida's like, yeah, I mean, people are gonna critique my art and aren't going to like it, but who cares? Like, they're just one in a million. I will still continue to improve my art and show off my art, and I don't care. So, yeah, and, I, and Frida's basically my spirit animal. So, I want more Frida. Like, there are, there's still a lot of Casa Grande family members that need fleshing out that the show hasn't really done yet. Like, Rosa has has had a lot. Hector had one of the first episodes of Season 3. That's fine. Like, but I feel like Carlos, Frida... Carlota, CJ, like, those, the, them of the family really need more focus episodes than Carl. Like, and, and Carlitos too. Carl, at least Carlitos got his episode, but, like, I feel like that family of the of Frida and Carlos need more focus on them than just Carl.
1: Yeah, I'm, and, like, and, like I said, it's, uh, like, I, I like, Sin and, got, got and Adelaide got some, Sin and Adelaide get some good stuff. Like, Said, said in particular with zoom Urgency and like bunstoppable that that one was also really fun with yes. the whole portal thing with the the time traveling bandits that those those people uh, but but like it, the show is still called the Casa Grandes, so you got to do more stuff with the Casa Grandes.
0: yeah like, and, our, and, like uh, uh, Like, I really, like, with Unstoppable, I really like, and even Zoom Emergency, I like that they really didn't tie Sid down to Roddian. Because, like, with, with Clyde, for example, like, with every season before Clyde got his first Focus episode in season three... Uh, He was really tied down to Lincoln as his yes-man. So, like, in season three, when Clyde got absent-minded, his first real focus episode in the show, like, his real true one that we say. Some people said other ones, but I think absent-minded is really his true focus episode. Lincoln is still involved, but it's like he's kind of just, kind of, he's kind of like he becomes the opposite where he is, like, Clyde's yes-man. And then later down the line, they finally give Clyde some real focus episodes that don't even include Lincoln or Lincoln... Just shows up for like a second and then he disappears. Whereas with Sid, they seem like they have more confidence where it's like, we're not just going to make Sid like Roddy and Yes Man every episode, or the first Sid focus episode is not going to be like a Sidani episode. The first one shows like, hey, Sid is actually, you know, she has some good ideas, but she's just full, so, like, she's just get well she just goes like really like far from herself where she gets so many ideas and she's kind of crazy and stuff and then they start fleshing her out like that and, and that in the that bud stoppable it's just about her and adelaide and the changs again Not, not a single casa grande shows up in that episode it just shows they had a lot more confidence in like, doing episodes with those, with those side characters. And, he, and it's like, yeah, like, the, the other Casa... It is called the Casa Grandes, but I think it's cool that they still incorporate the neighbors as important to the show like they do in the intro or even, like, in the in the cover art. It's like the, the, the side characters are just as important to the overall show because it takes place in a big city so it'd be more, you know, crowded than Royal Woods being a small town. So, I get that.
1: Yeah, and, 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 I mean, it's like I said to begin with, that the way they do that, like, it just makes the city feel more alive, and I like that about the Casa Grandes. It's really cool. Uh, but, but, and, um, uh, well, re- regarding Clyde uh, being, like, a yes man versus Sid, uh, like, like, I mean, I feel like that, like, like, season one and two was, like, before that they, they started to take the direction of, Oh, oh! We need to flesh out like I mean, we need to get the, the sister's more their own stories. Same with Clyde. Like, I, I feel like that was kind of before they started taking that new direction for the show that that uh, that they're they're taking like nowadays. Mm-hmm. Whereas with like Sid, that that's that's like that's still like fairly recent in comparison to all that early Clyde stuff, where it's like. They've all they've already been like in the process, like in taking that direction for a while, and so it was just natural to be like, Yeah, we should do this with Sid. We should have her try to save the zoo. Like like it it just makes sense, you know. Huh.
0: Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah. So I feel like for the future of both shows they really need there is Stuff that really needs to be improved on or focused on more, but you know, I think both seasons were solid in their own ways. Casa Grande sadly really just, you know, suffered after those last two episodes, where it just like after that last episode, like of Casa Grande season two, the fact that they saved that for the last episode made me so scared about what season three could do. And again, season three is just so early on that it could happen, but I don't think I don't, I don't worry about that because after. What, what season 3 has given us, it's like I feel a lot more confident now that I was more, like, scared of what could happen, but again, we don't know until, you know, January when things will, this, this month when things will yeah. you know, change about.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, yeah, I was, got, I was gonna say like, like even if there is a, a bad episode in season 3, like, that that's not necessarily defining the whole future of that this season, like, uh, oh, i like, I mean, I'm just kind of rambling at that point. So I don't know. Yes.
0: Yes, Save here. Let's, let's move on. So one of the last things I want to mention, of course, is, we we did have two big movies come out for our fandom, which is crazy that we have two movies to our name. Now he had told me that he has you haven't seen the live action movie yet, so we have not mentioned that. But I did a whole I did I did a whole episode on a, the Loud House Christmas with Nate No of Loud Casa talks. That episode will be coming out in a couple, in, in a week or two, so you'll be able to see that with all my thoughts on the live action movie. But of course, another big one was yeah. the Loud House movie, the Netflix animated movie. So. How, what what are your overall thoughts about the anime movie on Netflix?
1: okay uh, okay I've got some stuff to talk about <laughs>
0: all right I'll be sitting and, and listening
1: yeah 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 all uh, right all uh, right so so uh, like like the premise was like uh, the, the premise like always like had my interest you know like like the, the the louds find out like they're they're descendants of royalty so like they go. Uh, So like they go to Scotland to find out their descendants of royalty, Uh, and like Lincoln becomes the Duke. Uh, So like, uh, but but like my thing was like at first I had like these concerns about like um uh, like I was like like like, you know how it it wasn't like 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 I always had this fear that that like I and I wouldn't shut up about it. I I I don't know why I was like that, but I guess it was like probably that like I was in like a depressive. State like earlier in the year, so like that's for that was probably why, uh, but like I was I was kind of concerned about like how they would like execute it, like, but, like I was I, I was worried that like Lincoln would act like way too, too much of a jerk, it, it, but like, uh, but like, thankfully, like when the, the clips and trailers and stuff started to pop up in like late July, that, that those definitely eased my worries, so like I was interested, uh, so like. Because like the, the like the, the the film the movie's director actually said uh, that the purpose of it was that Lincoln didn't feel like he was special, so his whole thing was like, "What makes me special like, compared to my sisters?" And like, so like there was that whole arc going on, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, I'm very interested I like I was very interested to see that like character study aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So that definitely made me uh, that that I definitely. Like that. That was really like I, you get it. But but um yeah. So like um the so the movie comes out right, and we, we see uh, we see how Lincoln's arc unfolds. Like like seasons three and four. Like uh, like see seasons one and two. I, I feel like that those seasons were like the arc of of Lincoln learning to understand that it can't always be everybody for themselves like he he's he's got to make sure that his family gets like the same kind of uh like yeah yeah he can't just like like yeah basically yeah season okay but, but okay my point is like so like, so, like seasons three and fo- season three in particular like we like we started to see that 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 side of him where he was worried about like being uh, worried about people thinking he was boring, and then like season four, friends in dry places, he he was scared of like his friend group splintering, and like Lynn warned him about the possibility of that happening. Uh, but but and then like the movie, the the, the loud movie, that's definitely like the cli- that was definitely the climax and like finale of hit of Lincoln's arc in seasons three and four. Uh, where like his sisters are like so good at all this stuff, like, like it, it makes it makes it pretty clear, uh, and and like um, so it's like like he, so like he, so like I really like how Clyde uh, the fact Clyde played, I really like Clyde's like role in the story, even if he it wasn't like there a, a lot compared to, uh, like like he he was the one who suggested like. Oh, maybe you should uh, uh go figure out where your relatives are from, so you can find something that can make you special there. Like, uh, and so uh, Lincoln gets that idea, and like they find out that they they got rel they got well they got relatives in Scotland. And, and I like that whole like that uh, that scene with like Lisa did get doing all that stuff with Lin Stanger to get his saliva, and Lincoln's like. Why didn't you just make him spit into the cup uh but but yeah so so they go to Scotland that boring yeah yeah needles are for amateurs <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but yeah um so so they go to Scotland and like uh, yeah I just uh, like but the I, overall I like I feel like like this is like the best way they could have handled uh that, that that kind of story uh like and it's like cuz like Lincoln's uh like Lincoln has uh, like a selfish motive he just but but like it's not like being a jerk ass like you you can you can completely understand uh, where he's coming from and, and like he he just wants to be he just wants people to know he's special just like his sisters are and it's not him like trying to, it's not him trying to bring his sisters down. It's just him trying to boost himself up. So when he finds out his ancestor was literally the duke, and then he goes and uh, goes and r- runs for duke, tries to, tries to get convince everybody in town that he's the one for the job. And like Angus, David Tennant's character Angus, like uh, I really liked how he factored into it too. Uh, like, like, L- Lincoln was just in, in it, like, oh, Ace. Let her plays all the books in the library with Ace savvy comics, and Angus is like, no, no, that's not how you do that. You gotta, you you gotta really help them out. You gotta make sure uh, that they can trust you. And and it's like, uh, yeah. So, uh, and then on to well, one of my one of my favorite aspects. Uh, about the Loud House movie was the villain, Morag. Uh, so so her whole thing was always... Uh, so she, her ancestor, Aggie, like, she drove the, the, the original, like, 1600s Louds uh, away out of Lock Loud, because they were always so rowdy and stuff. Uh, so, like, Morag, uh, like, Lincoln, Lincoln uh, she's forced to crown Lincoln the Duke, and, and she's like, no, this is wrong. Uh, that they can't stay here. I should. I should rule this town, not some, not this kid, this white-haired kid, <laughs> this boy. Yeah, and it's like, and, and she does, and she's got that whole song, "The Duchess I Will Be." Like, it, it's, it's such a banger, and it's just it's just perfectly like, I like. I mean, yeah, like you know, so, so she like goes and, uh, just, so she goes and takes advantage of Lincoln's feeling. Like, he's not all that special compared to his sisters. So she uses that against him and then encourages um, him and then to, like, go on a dragon ride. But then she's got that dragon gem to control, to mind control, brainwash Leela the dragon. Like, Duke, do you want the ball? (laughs) So, so, yeah, like, that happens. And and it's like, Lincoln, like, like yeah, you get it. Like uh, Lincoln, uh, I just really love like how the movie utilized... Uh, how them uh, like 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 I like I'm, I'm struggling a bit on like how to phrase this. Like, I'm better at this sort of thing when I'm typing compared to like talking like out loud. But but I just really like how it utilized Lincoln like as a character. It was a really great character study for him. And like a- after the mostly kind of just okay-ish episodes of season five where he was just kind of shoehorned sandwiched between all his friends. Like, like the, the, those are okay, but those didn't really do it for me. But the movie reminded me why I always loved Lincoln as a character in the first place. And, it, and, and like I said, it was just executed in the best way that they, they could have done it. And, and like, Angus was so endearing and like, He's such a fun character, and my, my mom's a Doctor Who fan, so uh, she uh, she found out about like David Tennant voicing a character in the movie, and like yeah, that was him. And of course, like Morag being, uh, Morag's definitely one of my like favorite. uh well, Morag was a really great villain for the movie, like super, like like she really struck me as a really great. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know. The movie was just executed really well, and after that, I've just been a lot more optimistic about, like, future Loud House episodes, especially because right after the movie, we got Lori days with Lori you know, feeling like, you know, it's getting FOMO because she's not as active with the family's activities as she used to be before college, and then Dream of Lily Dream, of course, with Lisa, and Lily, and then Fright, fight with Lucy like that. The, the being the Lucy episode I'd been wanting for so long, and like but like it felt it just felt like the movie and everything after that like everything just seemed to pick up like right away, and like that that was just such a perfect combo. But like yeah yeah, the movie was a really great and like it real it, it reminded me of why. Lincoln is one of my favorites. Like like I say I always say that like Lucy and Lisa are, are my favorites, but I, I gotta give Lincoln credit. I, I I've always loved him as a character. He's got he's honestly got one of my favorite character designs of all time. And the movie reminded me of why I loved him so much to begin with. And like it was just it was just great.
0: No, I mean I will echo everything you said about how the movie like really like as, as a Lincoln Lau fan, I mean, I've been fighting for years to, you know, tell people why Lincoln is, like, the best character. I mean, he, obviously, he's the main protagonist, but there's just so much about Lincoln where, you know, fans of the show really don't. I don't think a lot of people really talk about Lincoln as a character compared to the sisters because, again, like the sisters have their own traits and special, you know, talents and things that really get uh, very appealing to other people, but Lincoln always seems like, again, the odd one out because he's, he's just how people view him. He's just the boy and that's it. Like, that's how people view him. But I always said that Lincoln is so unique as a protagonist because he's such, like I said, he's such a wild card and he's so, he's so like, you know, talented and he's also very smart and he's He's the man with the plan, and he's very strategic, and and talented, smart, funny, amazing. Like, there's so many words that could describe Lincoln in, like, you know, like a million paragraphs. But the movie, again, reminded me of why I love Lincoln Loud so much as a character. He's my number one favorite character of all time. For that reason because in the movie like again you 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 were I, I agree i was very worried about how they would handle lincoln becoming the duke and if he was if, if it was for selfish needs but it wasn't really that that way like you like it would be such a easy way for like a season one lincoln to push his sister sisters to the side and blame them for the situation but no he was the one that felt this way and he wanted to find a way to stand out but even when he did become the Duke he didn't push his family away his family was so supportive of him being the Duke they didn't really like they were upset about that they were very supportive and when Lincoln convinced them to stay they're like yeah we'll stay because we have one bathroom which was so funny and yeah it just showed all of Lincoln's strengths as a character where yeah he convinced his family to stay because he pulled the one bathroom card on them he had a very good plan he figured out how to get all the way to scotland with no money with the montage and stuff like Again, he was very humble as the Duke, but, like, again, Angus was a very good character to pair up with him because Angus, even though Lincoln wasn't being selfish, it was more about, Angus was trying to teach Lincoln that you have to care about the people. You can't just care about, oh, like, I'm going to change everything up so everybody likes exactly everything that I do. It's like, no, you have to care about the town and you have to care about the people because that's what, that's how Angus cared about, about it, about the, the town and the people and that's why, at the end, my favorite Favorite, one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie is when Lincoln is confessing that he just became the Duke because he wanted to stand out. And then he gives the crown to Angus because he knows that Angus absolutely deserved it. Like, that's still one of my favorite moments in the entire movie is when he gives over the crown to Angus. It's just a sweet moment of passing passing it over to him because he knows Angus deserves it more than he does. And again, the scene where the sisters you know, confront him about you know, being special, and then they're like, no, like, and you are special, and they're, and they're not mad at him about it, like, they're not mad that he did all of this because he wanted to stand out, they understand how he feels, and he, they care so much about his feelings to where they're showing, it doesn't, like, it's, it's like, no, like, we're not mad at you for doing all of this, we, we just, we just want to tell you how much we care about you, and when he turns and says, like, I'm okay with that. Like, you're Lincoln Loud. You, we love you, Lincoln. It's like, that. that is so sweet. And I love that that's the direction they went, went with the movie versus a certain other movie that you go, you'll you hear about on the podcast I talk about the live-action movie where it's a complete 180 of Lincoln's character where, like, like every, every fear that you had about Lincoln being selfish, that's the live-action movie in a nutshell. <laughs> so I don't think you want oh to watch that. Yeah. Good. yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I've heard about that. And I was like... Good thing I didn't watch that one.
0: Oh my gosh, like, I remember when that came out, I did a whole- I typed out a whole rant about, like, why was Lincoln this selfish? Oh my gosh, like, I'm so glad the anime movie did not do that with him. Yeah, so I think the anime movie- I'm so glad the anime movie did not make him selfish, because again, it could have been so easy to do that, but they didn't. And again, I agree, yeah, like, Angus I absolutely love, because David Tennant and Morag was just a great villain. I mean, I, I think about that meme you post on Twitter every day, where it's like, Angus is like, the louds have arrived, and it's like, Mariah,
1: you say, the what? The <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, but, but, it's like, perfect. Overall, uh,
1: yeah, it was perfect, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, overall, I, re- I really like how the, the Netflix movie like actually turned out, and like how it reminded me of why I always loved Lincoln, and but that, that was perfect. And, like, since it takes place between season four and five, and like you, you really, you really get to see how Lincoln got to the point where he is now in season five, going into season six. And like, yeah, and like since, since season one, seasons one and two were about Lincoln learning uh, that it can't always be everybody for themselves, and then seasons three and four and the movie were about him not uh, feeling like he's not special or that that he's boring, and and, and he's yeah, he needs to like. See the value, like in himself, and like, like he needs to love himself, no matter what anybody else says or tells him. Yeah, and, and that's and and in hindsight, when you think about that, it, it just makes like like season five, like Chandler's Chandler's just nothing more than a mosquito now compared to what Morag <laughs> did. It's like. <come>
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we all know why Chandler acts the way he is because he's jealous of Lincoln, and who wouldn't be? You know, he's best boy for a reason. Yeah,
1: like Lincoln like loves himself now, and, and now he's, like, super popular in middle school. And Chandler's super jealous of that. He wants that back, and that led to, like, broadcast blues of him trying to take, steal the spotlight again.
0: Like, yeah. Yeah, like, like I, 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 yeah, I just love that the Netflix movie is... In the middle of season 4 and 5, because like you said, seasons 3, 4, and 5 were all about how Lincoln felt so, like, out of place, and, and like, his self-worth wasn't enough for him to be like, oh, I'm so, like, if I do, like, a, uh, like in, um, uh, oh my gosh, what's the name of the episode? Uh, the one where he thinks he's boring, it's like, uh, 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 how am I forgetting the name of the episode? It's like my favorite episode ever, and I forget. Was it, uh, Predictability? Predictability! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, Predict Bill is one of my favorite Lincoln episodes ever, where he thinks, like, oh, if I'm doing the same routine, my people won't like me or hang out with me. That's like, why do you think that so much that you're boring and and change things up? But then in the end, his friends and family tell him, like, it doesn't matter. We all have routines. We all think you're boring. And then season four, like, I remember, like, there's that one episode, Stall Monitor, which, you know, is a very, very underrated episode, but it's not the best Lincoln episode, but... Uh, it's like one where you it's very underrated at how Lincoln is very, like, you know, he's very scared about how his uh, Mrs. Johnson would tell his, his parents about how he is in school and stuff, and he's worried that he's not an actual good student. So he's full of high anxiety and insecurity about that. And then, of course, Friends of Dry Places being the one where he's worried that his friend group will split up. So then, in the movie, he's worried that he'll he'll always, you know, his sisters will always steal a spotlight from him. And then his family reassuring him that that, that will never happen. He's still an equal. And then into season five, where it's all about change and growing up so schooled. Like, at first, he's like, yeah, no, we got this. And then it's like, no, we don't. And then Saved by the Spell, where... In season one, Lincoln was all about his re- and even season two, like in making the grade, he's all about his reputation like all he cares about is his reputation in school and how people view him, so like that and also um in the one uh season one episode where uh, it's about the uh, the oh uh, what is it greenhouse yeah greenhouse where he's where he's like worried that he's not gonna participate in the thing that the that his reputation is on the line or making the grade where Lisa's in his class so if people see him with Lisa that his reputation is ruined or whatever so like it's saved by the spell when his friends are worried that he's gonna be embarrassed in front of the entire school he's like guys chill like I don't care about my reputation anymore. See that that's that's character growth on Lincoln's part, where it's like I don't care if people think ma- magic is boring or for babies or whatever. I'm just gonna do it because. I'm not like that anymore. I don't care about my reputation. I don't care what people think of me. I'm just going to do whatever I want. And that's why I think Lincoln Lincoln Loud is one of my favorite protagonists of any show because he's gone from caring about what people think of him or caring about what his family thinks of him or being left out to, I don't care anymore. I know that I'm loved. I know I'm being supported by my family. I know my friends care about me. I know that I'm going to do whatever I want and I don't care anymore. Like That's such a great yo, like, that's the great arc for, like, his character. That's why I love him so much in that way.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like, you compare ordinary me in the movie to we got this at school, and it's like, you see just how important the movie's events were to his development, and, like, uh, like he he loves himself and like he doesn't care what anybody else thinks. He he's gonna make it through no matter what, which is what well, why it was why he was so uh, confident about it and scold and like it it and like you get it. And, and it's like um like after the the movie and how season five how how the movie in season five what 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 they did what like it as a character like but I I've always I I've, I've I've been thinking that like a natural next step. Would be to focus on like how uh, Lincoln always uh, Lincoln wants to help people, and I figured like an interesting way to go with that in like maybe season six uh, like and like maybe in season six they 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 do a few that uh, they focus on like Lincoln wanting to help people, but like things that stuff gets pretty complicated and like he has he has to like learn that he can't help everyone. And, uh, and I, like I feel like him. Realizing that he can't help everyone, uh, uh, but it, that's okay if he doesn't always know how to help. Like I feel like that would be an interesting way to go with his character. Like after what the movie in season five did with him.
0: Oh, I you know I never really thought about that because like there was an episode I can think of think of when they, he did try to do that. It's season two's <laughs> brawl in the family when he tries to get involved in the sister fight protocol and he's trying to help but he's making it worse. So I feel like they can do that now where like maybe his friends are having a situation where there's maybe an argument or there's a fight or or like one of his friends is feeling insecure. Like maybe Clyde's feeling insecure about something and Link is just trying to support him and help him or whatever. You know, like just be an emotional support to him or his friends or his family because he knows what they're going through. That would be very interesting. I would love to see that if they did that with Lincoln's character. If, like, it's like, like, I never really know. that. That's the thing with Lincoln is, like, I never know what they're going to do with him. Like, that's, like, people have always asked me, what is next for Lincoln Loud? And I'm like, I never know. Like, I don't know what's up with him. Because, again, like I said, to sum him up, he's a wild card. You don't know what kind of situation they're going to put him in or what kind of development he's going to have. Because, again, like... In the, in the anime movie, I didn't expect him to act the way he did. It's like, wow, look at that character development that I wasn't expecting. Or, again, Saved by the Spell, where he doesn't care about his reputation. I didn't think that was going to go that way, but it did. Or some other cases where it's like, wow, I didn't think they were going to do that with Lincoln, but here we are. Or, like again, the David Steele stuff, where he's pretty much being a badass now. It's like, I didn't expect that, but here we go. It's like, I never know what they're going to do with Lincoln, but when they do it and they execute it so great. It's like, yes, that's what I want to see from him, no matter what he's doing. So, I really want to see more, like, an episode episodes of, like, his sisters again, his friend, well, well, we're gonna, we're gonna have more Lincoln Friends episodes as expected, obviously, but I'd like to see more with his family, or even more extended people, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge to whoever, but, uh, you know, it's, it's like, I just never know what, what's next for him, it's like, whatever they throw, throw at, throw at me with Lincoln, it's like, here's the Lincoln Focus episode, that he's gonna do this thing, I'm like, cool, time to add it to the list of character development. Whatever is going to happen, you know? So I just, I never know of him. I never know what, to, I don't like, I, I've really learned to not expect what anything from Lincoln. It's like, okay, I'm going to get an episode, but what is it going to be about? Surprise me. And it's like, now I can make the head cannons, you know, so. I just, I just never yeah. know of him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that. It's like, I'm like, he's always, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, basically I agree. But, but yeah, like uh, I'd be interested to see like him like actually not knowing how to help because because he because he, cause what like the the start of the beginning of the Loud House movie like the animated one like the beginning of that was him like knowing exactly what every sister needed in, in their in the situations they were in like he was able to just hand them off to him just like that so so, so like. Uh, so, and then move and then uh, before they all went to uh, take down Morag, the sisters were like, "You've always helped us. This time, we help you." Yes, and, and, exactly. And, like, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so like that was a big thing with the movie, and like, and like I've been, I, and, like after that, I've been thinking it'd be interesting to see like Lincoln find himself in a situation where he actually doesn't know how to help, and he's feeling like super nervous about it. But then he he gets reassured that it's okay to not know how to help because that's what his family and friends are there for,
0: yeah like I, that's another one of my favorite moments from the movie is when. After that, he finds out that Morag was the one that you know took the crown and made everybody flee. Like he still blames himself. Like he's like, I'm the one that did all of this. I trusted Morag, and the fact that he, bl- he still blames himself, but that he's like, you know, now, now they're gonna lose their their home. I've got to do something about it. And what? That's when the sisters are like, No, we're gonna help you this time. Like yeah, that's another one of my favorite moments in the entire movie. Is that. Lincoln still, even though he blames himself, is like, no, I gotta fix this. And then the family's like, no, we got your back. It's incredible. So, yeah, thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, and besides besides all of that, I mean, we've got some other things like, again, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl had Lincoln and Lucy uh, respectively. We had the comics come out, a bunch of comics we know which ones I'll talk about those in a future episode. But, yeah, so, it, it was a really big year for our fandom with all of this stuff. Like, at Season 5 of Loud House, Season 2 and 3 of Casa Grande's, the two movies, it, it was just a lot for our fandom to handle. Like, I, did, I don't think there'll ever be something big like this ever again, but, you know, I don't want to jinx it. It could happen again, but it's just crazy how we had not just the seasons of the show, but an anime movie and a live-action movie to our, our name. That's just crazy to think about for this entire year.
1: Yep, it's definitely been a really good year for the Loud House and the Grande's. And, by the way, Lucy Man in All-Star Brawl right here.
0: <laughs> yes, Lincoln Mayne <babe> right here. <laughs>
1: yep, yep. But, like, it's cool, too. I like his moveset.
0: Yeah, so thank you so much for coming on to my show once again. I had so much fun talking to you about the shows and the new episodes and stuff like that. So, again, thank you so much for doing this with me again.
1: No problem. It was really fun to be back on the show.
0: Thank you, and so I'll link all of your, uh, your uh, social media in the description of this episode, and of course for me if you have, any p- have questions about the podcast or want to discuss the podcast with me, you can contact me over X clips on Twitter or the podcast's Twitter, CasaLoudChats and next episode will be a big review of the of the Loud House Christmas movie, the live action movie with two special reoccurring guests they and be of Loud Casa Talks and then the next episode after that will be my special fan episode where I asked on my podcast podcast, um, tw- Twitter, what you guys want for the future of both the Loud House and the Grande's so I'll be doing a mini episode of that, reading all of that, so that's my future plans for 2022 of this show to continue on with, uh, Casa Loud Chats, so again, thank you all for supporting the podcast, and I'll see you all next time on Casa Loud Chats, and Happy New Year!